here we are with Star Wars, Spiders and Snakes, a fellowship story. Wait, damn it. No, it's 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 spiders and it's fellowship spiders and snakes, a Star Wars story. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, season <laughs> one, episode four. We are in I want to say March 2021, and I am Devin playing the Empire Framework, and to my internet we have Adam playing Lamnar, Kaminoan with the Spider Playbook. Jack playing Kess Eldar, a Mandalorian using the Elf Playbook. Jonathan playing Oom93, who's a battle droid, using the Squire Playbook. And Peter Osvoy with Inovaldi, giving the Bissell Nemesis. Perfect. The name of this episode is No Windows, No Clocks. So, gang, who would like to briefly uh, recap in an accurate way what you guys did last session? We survived. <laughs> we did. We, that's true. Uh, we finally got off of Hoth, and we collected General Kalani and uh, most of the Mandalorians who were there. Yeah, and, most of them. Uh, yeah, we've 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 started to set up our our rebellion against the uh, the spiders and snakes. Yeah, we we just did a big smash and grab. <laughs> uh, uh, like a couple episodes long smash and grab. That you cost also us almost all of our resources. Yeah, we activated a lot of silent alarms. <laughs> yes, and you also. Uh, oh wait, and you met uh, two of the three leaders. You met Torapano and Maul. You also traded Maul some fossilized demon blood. For him to not, like, you know, try to murder us at our weakest. <laughs> it would have been such a great fight, but imagine if you had won. I mean, that would be excellent, but also, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Perfect. He is All so right. beautiful. Yeah, it would have been, it would have, that would have been a rough fight, because he had people with him. So, uh, to start this game off, we're going to start with a long journey, and we're going to dive right into it, because we kind of already sketched out a bit what our scenes are going to look like. So, hot on the heels of what happened on Hoth, we cut to the fleet in orbit uh, for the Spider and Snakes Alliance, and uh, Void, the last thing you did was go into your quarters, right, after you were kind of, after that meeting? Yeah. So, presumably you're going to exit, because, you know, people are going to start going to hyperspace, stuff's about to happen. Uh, when you open your door, there's a bunch of those uh, curse-eaten soldiers there. You know, Maul's personal troop with, like, horns coming out of parts of their bodies because they're poorly made. And uh, Maul's there, lean against the door frame when you walk on out. Uh, you know, just being cash. Hmm, Maul. What brings you here? I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. Us to stabbing one another, as per usual? No, 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 my apprentice. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is limitations, and I'm also talking a bit about, uh, you know, rationality and not biting off more than you can chew. You know, structure, that's another thing. So, uh, walk with me. Talk with me. Are you walking with him? Yeah, I'm walking. By now, you you must know that out of this alliance, the only two people that really have their head on their shoulders, and he smiles, is you and me, right? Mm, I suppose so. Mm-hmm, you know. Now, look, I know what it's like. You've been betrayed by the Empire. You've been 
you know, harmed, cast aside. You're looking for power. You're looking to strike back. I get it. I've been there. I've done this before. So have they, except I'm above it now. They're not. They're still in the middle of it. So you know what they're going to do? They're going to make mistakes. They're going to betray the people closest to them. And they're definitely going to bite off more than they can chew because they don't know how to pace themselves and they haven't set boundaries. I don't think you and I are like that, though, right? Hmm. Well, I can only speak for one person here. As well you should. What I want to put forward is this. A lot of the things that are happening here are spiraling out of control. You know, we're, we're bringing in too many extra people. We're spreading ourselves too thin. Eventually, the Empire is going to find out about us, and they're going to wipe out probably everyone but me. And a chosen few that play it smart. And that's really what I'm here about today. I just want to let you know that your master knows things, I'm sure. But before he knew things, I was there. I was the original person who knew things. I was the original right hand of power. So maybe while we're just going off and doing our own separate things, you should just consider who you'd want to learn your unspeakable power from. Do you want to learn from someone who's gotten a bit ahead of themselves? Or do you want to learn from someone who's already at the end and doing victory laps? Well, not sure who to cast my vote with here. Voting's for Republicans. <laughs> We're not talking about voting. I'm just asking you to choose you. Choose yourself. Choose the good options here, the, the, the opportunities presented before you. Don't get caught up in some insane revenge plot with some sort of headless uh, ex-diplomat. Definitely don't get caught up in the unbalanced, rage-fueled uh, panic of a small child still reeling from the death of everyone they ever loved. Pick me. I'm older. I've gone through this. I've seen this. Together, you and I could be powerful. So what's your revenge plot here? I don't want a revenge plot. I'm interested in seeing the Empire fall. I agree a bit with Tora's uh, perspective that inevitably the Republic will come back. But I understand my old master. I understand him well. He's a powerful creature. And things like that inevitably draw in stuff that'll depose them. Now, if that's going to be us, well, that means we have a larger chunk of the galaxy to slice up, right? But... What if it's not us? What if something just occupies his time forever? Like that little Rebel Alliance. What if that Rebel Alliance got stronger, more spread out? What if it got more allies in that supposed Senate? What if that ate up his time? While we, you and I, carved up the parts of the galaxy no one else is really paying attention to. Hmm. That seems a good strategy to just divide the big opponent. Exactly. See, I'm not here to drive a burning starship into the heart of my old master, screaming from, for, from hell's heart, I stab at thee. I'm just here to make sure that I live at the end. And I've lived every single time. You want to ask my, you want to see how any of my old master's apprentices have lived? You should, you should check into that, because not a lot of them do, but I did. I, fought, I faced him multiple times, and I'm still here. That's because I'm playing both sides. 
And you should too. Not with me, though. Master and apprentice will hang out. I'm not looking to replace anyone. I'm just looking to make sure I have someone who has my back. I like having someone who has my back. That could be you. We could split the galaxy up. Hmm. Well, I'm not saying no. Uh, just, just keep yourself safe. There are insane things going on right now. That Pano child is off doing a project for your master right now, actually. They, they have a thing that they've located that they're bringing in, some sort of abomination, to join our little triumvirate, so we have a sixth member. Hmm. Yeah. How are you keeping yourself busy? <laughs> I have my own project I'm attending to. See, I used to be a bit of a crime lord back in the day, and I still sort of am. I'm running an operation on Narshutta for us that'll get us access to some of the best and brightest of the scum of the galaxy. Hmm. I could always use a bit of assistance. Well... I don't have any active projects right now, so might as well go to that crime planet. He's uh, walking to a hangar, and in the hangar there's a large like stone and metal archway that uh, you can see cabling and power has been plugged into with runes on it. Oh, that's good. Why don't we go now? As like, it powers on. Hmm. Sure. So you guys walk through the threshold and the camera pans, like it'll pan sideways as you guys walk into one side and it keeps panning as once it crosses the, the like stone of the arch and blocks the camera briefly, the other side is you're on Narshutta, the uh, kleptocracy, <laughs> the kleptocratic moon of Narshutta or whatever it's called. And uh, you see that you're in like a, like basically an underground base that has like windows and mirrors showing the outside world and screens because you have instant travel because that's how your empire functions. <laughs> Ah, source of power, so useful. Maul, Maul notices that you seem you seem kind of pleased or impressed with what just happened. It's like sometimes, my apprentice, you just need to take a leap of faith, and uh, he'll allow you to leave his uh, his place on Narshala so you can like mingle and schmooze around on the planet. Sure, I guess I'll go out. Yeah, uh, you get a call after you leave his uh, his place from your master, Steelhead, on your comm. I answered it like all this time. Ah, oh, my apprentice. Good of you to pick up. I just wanted to confirm that you have your eyes on our little Rebel Alliance issue. Don't worry, my master. I have my best man on the job. And we'll star wipe to Oom93, Stitch. What's happening? Set a scene for us. How are you so, embarrassing me? So, so like, uh, Oom93 has a data pad. Or da- data pad, data... What? A data tower. pad. Yeah, it has a data pad. And uh, they're like, Novak is a special or a specialist with, uh, with this section. And Vevet is very good with... Uh, is, is keeping watch. Gez is in this sector... And Myrta, oh no! And then immediately, uh, four children, uh, are just like, or, or, or like lasers are hitting him. He's like, ah! But they're like low-powered lasers. And then there's like four kids, and like an adult comes over, and they're like, "Good job, Novak," because like he's not keeping tabs of like notes of people. He's just trying to figure out where these kids might be. It's this whole thing. It's adorable. The viewers love it. Are you playing Anybody- laser tag with these children? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> well, so the men, it, like, 
It, it cuts to like five, like thirty seconds before. They're like, well, battle droids are. It's a battle droid, so maybe it'll be good with like you know t- teaching the, like the kids how to. It'll be like easy mode for them, but it's a everybody has to start somewhere. And then they're all like, oh no, <laughs> it's it's as bad as we remember. <laughs> it's so much stupider than we thought. War flashbacks. Uh... I mean, not for, not for my guy. My guy's never experienced war until off. You got those memories deleted. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're ambling about in, I'm, I'm assuming, Kainite Command with a bunch of Mandalorian children. Did I... I can't remember who where I've described the Mandalorians in what game anymore because this has become so confusing, but I've described that the Mandalorian children don't wear the bucket helmets, right? Yeah. They yeah. have their faces covered, but they're all like wrapped in like cloth and like clothing and stuff. And maybe goggles if you want, we want to be fun for some of them. Mm-hmm. And like parents are there because they're like, oh, let's see how this turns out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what you notice rapidly about the uh, Secrets of the Prophet Mandalorian uh, chapter house is they're huggers. They hug a lot. Oh, it seems to be their thing, and that's not even like a joke. That's 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 an established character trait for these Mandalorians. That's how they greet people. They hug. Okay, uh, Um ninety three hugs back. <laughs> you know, I, I imagine it's like it, it's like you got me. Uh, like falls over, and then there's like a big pile on. <laughs> pile. On. Oh, I heard I heard pile on like a giant spire. It's like oh no. Yeah, a pile on is built, and now I'm summoning in a building. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready for my dragoon. Oh, God. So, yeah, kids are swarming around, having fun. I guess you've knocked over crates and boxes in the base to, like, act as, co- you know, two-meter-high walls for cover. Yeah. <laughs> Chest-high we, we, walls. Uh, Chest-high walls, uh, like, blankets covering other sections, and you're not supposed to go through the blankets, but they do anyway. You know, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's a kid thing. Everyone's having fun. It's all pretty relaxed. The adults here are having a good time. Um, you know, just people are hanging out. Who um, else wants to be here? Who wants a bond? Who wants me to be able to heal them? I'll, uh... Assholes. <laughs> I'm probably observing from the side just because, you know, I can, uh, little Mandalorian's train. I'll probably also be in there and I just like shooting, like using my uh, basically Spider-Man webbing to shoot out threads to just trip kids up or to give them ropes to climb on. Nice. <laughs> At every opportunity, uh, Oom93, like, finds to, like, get tangled in the web that you shot, like, at the kid. It's, it's a mess. It's, Oom93 is a battle droid, but it's, it's just not working it's out. It's slapstick. <laughs> oh, no! It's a George Lucas slapstick scene, and it's not appropriate for this movie. It also goes, it, it just lasts way too long. <laughs> right? It completely breaks the, uh, the flow of the plot. I know. But... They're, but like, in the it's in the lovely. meantime of it though, there it's like oh like, Oom ninety three is learning, and like old processes are just like slowly awakening, and there is, there does actually come to a point where like one of the kids is like ha ha and like has like the laser rifle pointed and it just does one of those like things where it snatches the gun and just reverses it. <laughs> and the everyone's, kids, like, the kid, everyone's clapping, even the kid. Yeah, like in any other movie. These are battle any, children. Yeah, any, any other movie or any other scene, it'd be like, oh no, the robot's doing a dangerous thing, but they're all like, hey, cool. <laughs> you taught a kid a very important lesson. The kid's like, oh, when I get my blaster rifle, I'm going to put a tether on it. It's important to remember that. <laughs> These guns are ranged weapons. <laughs> Take right? advantage of that. 
it's like in Supernatural where, where that one German guy or whatever, it's like, why don't Sam and Dean simply put a tether on their guts so they don't get constantly taken away? And Sam and Dean are like, oh, we should do that. I think, I think they do at some point. Never. That's the easiest way for them to lose their weapons. There's no way the writers would do that to themselves. <laughs> do you think they want to make their jobs harder? They have to write for Supernatural. Poor bastards. The show should have ended in season four, but they keep giving us money. They, I mean, they like- managed to push that show for 15 seasons because they figured out the key core loop. Bring back a former villain as a hero and have to fight them again the next season. I mean, I'm glad Supernatural went 87 seasons. I It's better this way than the original nice short five season thing because no one would have talked about it. People would talk endlessly about how it should have gone longer. And you know what? It did. And everyone got what they deserved and what they wanted anyway. Yeah. And I'm glad that all of those actors got work. Yeah. You know, that bought Jaron Ackles in a house. Yeah, like, it should have ended earlier, but, like, it's fine. Like, I stopped watching it, but other people didn't. It's, it's fine. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that stuff happened. Jaron Ackleson is how I pronounced uh, one or both of their names, by the way. I think we may have mixed, like, put them together. I'm not sure. It's been a minute. Right. Alright, so it's a fun little scene. Who wants to build bonds with the goddamn battle droid? I'm building bonds with both of you. Like, you're both here. I know right. you are. Yeah. I'm, refer- I'm reverse using my ability. I'm using my ability to be wherever you are. You're powering so much. Should we one bone person? I don't know. I was, I was probably giving the kids, like, little tactical tips or whatever. And it's like, no, go around that side or whatever. No. They're, they're nice. kids. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. The parents are there. They appreciate it. They're talking with you guys about like what chapter um, Jack is from and stuff. Wait, is it Jack? No, it's Lamnar. No, it's Kasseldar. Damn it! It's goddamn Zencaster. You had it half right the first time. Well, I can never see the goddamn names anymore because of how Zencaster does its thing. Because Zencaster's uh, UI update sucks. Yeah, yeah, I hate this. I Why did you try to make this zoom? Ugh, I know, right? Come on, Zencaster. You were so close. It's like when Skype was like, I need to be more like Discord. And I'm like, you're not Discord. You'll never be Discord. Slack literally bought apparently the layout for Discord for Slack. Like they they, they bought the rights for it for a, for a dev kit. Yeah, the exact Some same shit. layout, which I, I helped my parents figure out, which I could because I use Discord. I'm like, oh, this is, this is super easy because it's the same. It's the yeah. exact same. All right. Well, now we'll transition to who wants to go next. Uh, I can. All right, set the scene for us. All right, so uh, as part of you know the, the recent you know out of character level up that we did, uh, I am going to be receiving my jetpack. So I think if I remember correctly, did we we pick up the armor? Was one of the people that we saved, right? Or you, could, have, you could just say you did. I, th- I think I think we did, but I'm going to say we did either yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, we saved the armor. Uh, so like, I'm probably working with them and also like, I have my, I have Wayfair and, uh, and Mesla, my, my, the paintings I currently have are probably here too. Uh, cause it's a big, it's a whole like ceremony thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. And like, you know, the Mandalorians from the prophet chapter are here cause they're all here for yeah. you getting your, what, what are they called? Phoenix Ascension? I think so. Peter, you know this instantly. Rising Phoenix? Rising Phoenix. Yes, yes. So yeah, you're getting your Rising Phoenix honors, like you're a goddamn tactical marine. So like there's a bunch of people there. There, you know, there there's like chanting. Well, there's not really chanting. No, they don't chant. They do um they do like they would have their scald, but their scald was captured by Maul. So the the backup so the backup is basically like telling oral stories and like the hero quests they used to do about the the, the rising rising phoenix Pete. 
Sounds right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, about the Rising Phoenix and the story of it and how, you know, the Mandalorian Mandalorians will one day conquer the galaxy and everything. Mandalorians will rise again. Yeah, it's a whole thing. And yes, you get your Phoenix Ascension honors as they install it onto your armor and stuff and like mark up your your chest plate and your helmet and like integrate the circuitry into it so it's part of your HUD and your uh, flight control system. Yep. Yeah, my shiny new jetpack. Well, that's probably not shiny because I actually paint my armor. Yeah, it could be shiny. It could be both. You can have shiny paint. That's true. It's the opposite of matte. It'll be glossy. There it is. Um, so yeah, in that scene, um, is there anything specifically you want to do or have done? Um, I'm trying to think specifically, I'm not sure. Like I'm probably, you know, there might be a little bit after where I'm talking a little bit with, um, specifically about like the differences about how it might've gone down at, at my home chapter as opposed to, uh, to here. Oh yeah. Wayfarer talks a lot about his chapter. Like they used to be doing really well. Like they used to have like a much more expansive and nice space, but just years of being on lockdown basically and collapsing tunnels, like made them live a different lifestyle. Yeah. But you know, they, they've always been extremely into doing like the old oral traditions and the old cultural, like the art side of their culture. Like they love that stuff. It's, it's their whole deal at this point. Um, and yeah, they're just, they're not as functional. Uh, biased as like a lot of the other chapters are like a lot of the other Mandalorian chapters are all about like just just pumping up those numbers and getting like the, the their strength back the the prophets are a little more ethereal especially now that their prophecy is true and uh them falling Mandalore the prophet was vindicated <laughs> it was great the Jedi destroyed themselves we were they, right along they, they did do that no I don't, I don't know if I established which side of the of that of the divide of you know the prophet is a heretic or the prophet was right that my chapter followed. Yeah, depends on what you kind of view because they they followed the last true Mandalore, Mandalore the prophet. A lot of chapters follow the one before him, Mandalore the Conqueror. But uh, really, from a from a galactic point of view, the, the Mandalorians did stop hunting the Jedi, and even Queen Satine on Mandalore only had one Jedi prison left. So like. It feels like the the prophet ones were on the right side of history, uh, as far as like Mandalorian culture is concerned. They're just probably viewed as like a weird part of the religion. And then when like Queen Satine died and Maul took over Mandalore, they like doubled down and became like like actual like traveling errant knights. Mm-hmm. And then the Jedi all died, and they doubled down again. <laughs> just keeps doubling down. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna say like in the background of you getting your jetpack, like. Ooh, 93 was just there, like, yay! There's a battle droid. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody notices. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the the, the Prophet uh, Mandalorians, they're apologetic that it's not quite the right ceremony it should be because they don't have the Scald, the Librarian, um, the Heavy, like, their leader. Like, they're missing most of their leaders at this point. I think they only have, what, the Doctor and the Engineer or the Armor? It was the Armor and the Healer, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. the armor and the doctor are here, but they're missing the other three. So it's like, it's just not the same without them. The Scald actually was really tuned into like the types of hero quests they could put you on to let you emulate, to like make it everything it could be. Mm-hmm. So that's really the kind of focus of that. It's like, there's just parts missing without them. Yeah. And he guess is very, like, he's still very, you know, even with Paul Jung, he's still like grateful because the, you know, the, the chapter he's from, I'm, I believe I named the the sojourners and their whole shtick is that they like, they just kind of live exclusively on ships right now because 
Mm. Mandalore is made, is made of glass, and until they can reclaim their home, they're not going to settle on a different planet. That's cool. Yeah. They understand that. They they, they get the idea of uh, being part of the diaspora. Is that the mm-hmm. term? Yeah, I mean, they kind of roam, not quite a fleet, but they stay close. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right. You can form bonds with your companions over that for sure. You guys just touch base, you know, get to know each other again. All right, so I think that puts us to Lamnar. So we know that our next objective is going to be on the planet of uh, Narshada. Yeah. So I am trying to get in contact with the kleptocratic utopia of (laughs) Narshada. Crime world. So, I have a list of old contacts from the Clone War, which includes former clone troopers that, after they were retired, went on to mercenary work, because what else are they going to do? They have to pay for their medical bills somehow. So, I'm just trying to... I am going to. I plan to go to Narshada and look up my old contacts there and hire them for the follow-up mission, which will be rescuing the prisoner Mandalorians. Excellent. So how do you want that to look? So you guys pack up, you understand that, you know, the, the empire is now like not the empire empire, but the spider snake Alliance is on Narshada doing stuff. You got Intel from it because you got your rebellion up and running and are able to start doing like, you know, contact traces. Probably you reaching out to those clone troopers. What did it's like, yeah, we've seen these guys here. And you're like, they're there on Narshada. The fuck. Uh, I guess we could have role played that, but I kind of just thought of it off the top of my head. <laughs> Um, so that gave you a, a good reason to pack up and go there to try and strike back at the Alliance, I'm guessing, right, gang? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we scene swipe to Narshada, which means I should set the scene for what Narshada looks like, right? So Narshada is a large uh, moon orbiting a gas giant, orbiting twin suns. Uh, please write that down and remember that because I'm not going to remember that. It also has several other moons because gas giants are just lousy with moons. It just happens that way. And the gas giant itself has like orbital stations and like planetoids have been artificially put into low orbit or just like hanging out on some of its like gaseous surface. Like Cloud City would be a good example of that actually. So the, the system that Narshada is in around that gas giant is just chocked full of life. Um, the actual moon itself is a jewel of like bright lights, neon spires, uh, large temple complexes dominate the horizon, like huge temples to the living God masters of Narshada, the huts. Uh, and yeah, you guys fly in. There's of course, uh, an endless amount of bribery and corruption. You guys have to work your way through before you're even allowed to land. Um, who are y'all taking with you to Narshada? I'm taking Meathead. Going to reunite him with some of his brothers. Perfect. Who else? I'm bringing bringing, uh, Mesla and uh, Wayfarer because, you know, we're going to try to spring the Mandalorians while we're here. Yes. Oh, right. I don't don't have any companions. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm used to the other game where everyone has like 30. Yeah. Lest we forget. Oh, Oh, just wait. Just wait. So, your contact is in the province of Golden Spice, which is just an area of Narshada where there's a lot of trade, commerce, and entertainment. Like every part of Narshada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what would this be? And would this be like a dark alley? Would this be a tea house? Would this be a casino? Maybe a gambling ring? Fight circle? Um, a pod racing track? 
Yeah, I think we can go to a pod racing track. Just like get a little booth while we're seeing the uh, vehicles racing around the uh, loops. There's a there's a racetrack in I believe I can't remember if it's Cloverdale or Surrey back in British Columbia, but it's used in like Psych and a bunch of other like Canadian filmed American TV shows. It actually has like a curved inward viewing area where the bar restaurant is onto the track itself, so you kind of can look down at it on an angle when you're eating. I imagine it's a setup like that, but more spacey and a little bit farther away and safer, so that the pods when they inevitably freaking detonate don't like crash into the the, the stands. <laughs> Uh, That's what the shields are for. Right? But, you know, safety first. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of railings and stuff everywhere on Narshada. A lot of a lot of unnecessary safety features. <laughs> well, yeah, lawsuits. The one place in the galaxy. Yeah. That's like, why is it like this? I don't fucking know. Because us slaps are really fast people. I feel like there's a, just because of the way that it is, there's just a lot of sheer drops. Yeah. That just don't have on other planets that, you know, are aren't, natural. Aren't Coruscant? Like, somebody built this, and so they're like, yeah, of course we put a handrail there. Why wouldn't we? That's insane. If we were to take some of the canon from the other game into context, uh, the implication with Coruscant is that it has an alien supercomputer in its core that manages the entire planet's city building to the point that there's, like, root-style ore foundries at the planet's surface that are pushing the skyscrapers up like hair follicles, and that's why they don't have any safety at all because it's just automated and no one's ever told it to. Hmm. So maybe that's why Narshada does have safety railings. Maybe because it was actually designed community. You know, this is really just... Like, this is what happens with the free market. Yeah, the invisible hand of the market run by... They can't milk their customers out of all their money if their customers trip and fall and die. Exactly. The invisible hand of the market provides once again and provides safety railings, uh, <laughs> workers' wages, rights, safe working conditions, all of it. Whoa, 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 whoa. let's not get crazy. <laughs> your worth is determined by your sacrifices. There it is. <laughs> all in the name of Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Well, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, so you're sitting around a table and you're waiting for clones to show up and you got me dead there? Yes. Yeah, Meathead being a giant clone trooper who is just sitting beside me, and I just turn to him and I ask, are you excited to see your brothers again? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oom93 is also there, but there it is. The, voice actor was, the voice actor was uh busy that day, so like it's being quiet in this scene. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I look up, like, I, I look up the, my contact, what, uh, regiment he served with oh god i don't know man no, you no, tell I, me okay he, he served with the he served with 182nd I'm like uh, sure. did you i just i tell that to me ted i'm like hey, did you do you know any of these did you serve with them at any point um i don't remember <laughs> now i'm sure they'll know I'll I'll command lore on him, and I'll say that uh, one of them one of them did serve with him, and when they recognize him, it's going to be real sad because oh boy, what happened to me, Dad? Yeah, he's a monster. <laughs> wow! But they're going to be like, that's that's definitely that guy. What happened? Sorry, guys, got way more literal. So a uh, a serving droid walks on up. Would any of you like refreshments? Detroit's. Drink? I don't. No, no, you don't. You're a robot. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, hence, we don't serve. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I say yes, and I just get myself a drink, something mildly alcoholic. Yeah, no, you get what they give you, which is the only drink of the house. Orange fermented fizzy drink. I still drink it. Yeah. It's fizzy and it tastes like the color orange. This is somehow more awful than I thought it would be. Yet I still want to drink more. The droid comes by and like puts its hand out and its hand has a coin slot in it. I take out a coin and put it in there. So the coin you take out has like the uh, the the profile of a hut on it, and it has like hut language on it that says literally your worth is determined by your sacrifices. And on the other side, it says uh, uh, living gods or something like something blasphemous. As you have the currency of Narshada for this province, because every province on Narshada has its own currency, and it's not really currency. That's that's not solely what this is. The huts are living gods on Narshada. And they bestow favors on the peasants, and those favors can be turned into physical tokens, and those tokens can be abstracted as like a like a you know like electronic deductible thing. So every establishment you know that takes certain currencies from certain huts, you can just use their tokens there because this is just a long form Chuck E. Cheese metaphor. <laughs> I have enough tokens for some food if you want some. Uh, I want orange. All right, get to get him some orange. I say to the robot, "One, one jug of orange for the big man." Walks away, and uh, yeah, eventually some clones filter in. It's obvious they're clones. They all look identical. They're wearing casual clothes. They're not here to murder. Is Meathead wearing casual clothes, or is he like ensconced in clone trooper armor? Can he take his armor off? Yeah, he can take most of it off. Uh, 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 yeah, he's wearing casual clothes as well. Perfect. I think one of his arms is a droid arm because otherwise it's a machine gun. I don't remember how I designed Meathead anymore. <laughs> it was definitely a machine gun arm. I remember it well. Right? So yeah, the clones walk on up and like, you know, wave. Hey, Doc! I, you know I was a mechanic, not a doctor. Ah, whatever you say, Doc. Oh, by the maker. Look at this guy. Soldier yeah. size up. And uh, Meathead gets up and, like, you know, stands as, like, tall as he can. It's like, look at the size of him. Yeah, uh, this was... This was Meathead? They're like, CT, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You might recall him from the war. Ah, yeah, hit your growth spurt, I guess. They're all kind of, like, looking at him. You know, punching him in the shoulder a bit, pushing him a bit. One of them's climbing on his back. It's, like, standing on his shoulders. So, uh, that's new. What are you all up to here? Well, look, we were, uh, I just like look around, seeing sure no, no, one's pay, no one's paying us more undue attention than we're actually drawing with a giant clone trooper and a bunch of other clone troopers around. And I, I just lean forward and I'm like, Maul. They uh, kind of look at each other? You mean that Mandalore guy? Yeah, the one that took over Mandalore. Twice, one of them says. Yep, we're uh, he's part of a new organization that's stirring some shit, causing problems. Was uh, he ever a separatist? One of them says, "No, nah, he didn't command no clankers. He was a he was a Jedi killer." Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, he took over Mandalore. He killed that Jedi's uh, friend, the Queen of Mandalore. 
It's like, were they always just friends? Yeah, they were just friends. Jimmy did I don't have, they don't, they don't do that. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. All right, so we want to, what, we're here to assassinate that guy? Well, he's kidnapped some Mandalorians. So, or oh. his or group kidnapped some Mandalorians. So we're trying to rescue them. And they're here? Yep. Huh. A lot of that going around. A lot of power struggles happening with the crime families. Oh, what do you mean? Uh, there have been some changes. Some going to ground. Some joining up with this Spider and Snakes Alliance. It's a mercenary band that's been traveling through some of the systems. That's just... the group that Maul's working for. Or leading. Ah, he's backed by a... They're backed by a Red Blade. Huh. That explains some things. All right, all right. Now we're down for it. But uh, this isn't the Clone Wars no more. The Republic's not really fielding us with hardware. If you could stump, if you could scare up some uh, some money, we could uh, we could hit the prize booth here on Narshada and stock up. Yeah, I reach down in my pockets and take out one of my uh, fine silks and strange artifacts for trade as a precious item. Yeah, they'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know a vendor. We can trade this in for tokens. Yeah. All right. All right. You got yourself. You got yourself some clones on. Uh, clones at your service. Happy to serve. Good to have you again. Welcome to the table or to, to the uh, to the club. Oh wow, that clanker's not stuffed. I thought it was like a prop. <laughs> no, no. He's uh, he talks. No matter how much you might not want him to. One of them looks over. Is that an oom unit? <laughs> yeah. Hi. I'm I'm the uh, medical droid here to help. All right, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just getting old. Yeah, you're pretty old. You're like, what, 25 now? Uh, I'm almost dead, prop. Pro I'm almost dead, probably. Uh, when was the last time you boys got some uh, medical patches? Or got patched up? Uh, you know, here and there. Medical services are free on Narshida if, you're, if you pay enough tokens uh, at the casinos. They comp you. Really? Yeah. yeah. Have to give that a try sometime. Yeah, it's fantastic. You just kind of, you know, you put some money down, you live in the casino, you do some security for them. They love it. Good to know. They all kind of nod. All right, let's get the hut special. And they all sort of reading the hut special, which is orange fermented fizzy drink. Uh, what is clearly wings and it was clearly pizza. <laughs> uh. Yeah, they'll just sit down and eat with you guys. Just, just hang out, and they'll, they'll give you the story, which is where we'll transition to, as the voiceover happens, to the main plot of the session. <laughs> so, you are in one of those temple, um, those, like, kind of, like, giant temple castle complexes. Uh, it's, like, you know, its architecture is, like, Hershey's Kiss kind of shapes, like, rounded with spikes coming out of it, kind of, like, I don't know, there's, like, pictures of old-style Russia castles that are like palaces or czar palaces. I don't know anything about anything, so I'm at, I'm begging you, listener, to just try and figure it out. <laughs> it's. Are you looking for opulence? Not opulence, just weird styles of architecture you don't usually see in a straight-angle sci-fi setting. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, those kind of like, make sense. Yeah, that kind of stuff, and they're like brightly lit and colored. They have gemstones and stained glass on the outside of them, and like force fields making weird stuff like pool suspended above ground with people swimming in them and it's the force field itself that's suspending them so it takes weird shapes and is multicolored you oh. know 
Yeah, we're we're talking like uh, just random themed uh, casino hotel, just like yeah. popped right in the middle of a, a metroplex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every building's kind of like this, and just that the it also includes like like preacher mega church design as well. As like <laughs> you enter in, and it's a giant casino that has like hundreds of rows of pews that have like gambling terminals in front of them, so that people can kneel down and gamble and pray to the huts. Uh, and like, there's a preacher slash a pit boss who's telling people it's like today only life day, 50% off tokens, give all you have. Your worth is to, your, your worth is determined by your sacrifices. Hey, we should probably take them up on that. It's 50% off. <laughs> That's a good deal. It's a pretty good deal. <laughs> and, I'm imagining uh, like stained glass windows, but like they're backlit. And they have, like, animations on them, like their neon signs. Like, it's stained glass and neon sign come smashed together. Uh, so you are at the palace of Gorgon the Hut. Uh, mm. She's one of the major power players in the province you're currently in, which is called, just remind myself, the province of Golden Spice. Um, she's colored, like, purple and red and black, like, actual tattooing. Uh, she wears like jewelry and finery and has like like tiaras and stuff on her head and hands like just just, just decked out. And uh, you guys have basically made it known that you're problem solvers and the huts appreciate problem solvers. So the scene is she's on a giant shea lounger that's made of I don't know wookie fur, stuffed Ewoks, eagle beaks, whatever you want. You know, there's portraits everywhere, and she's just, like, like not openly weeping, but just kind of her eyes are teared up. She has three of them with one big one in the middle, and she's just kind of dabbing her eyes with a large, like, uh, tapestry, depicting the many victories of the Huts over all life, because they killed their god in their mythology when they ate their son. Like, the, the son that their old system used to be belong to. <laughs> yeah, that, that checks out. They got a yeah. new system. Yeah. Two sons, it's better. <laughs> That was the old. That was the old Narshada. This is the new Narshada. Please let me go home to my family. <laughs> your, your worth is decided by your sacrifice. Never forget. Is Never this forget. Right. Oh, anyway. So Gorgon is, uh, you know, just being like, I, I hear that all of you are specialists with like a booming voice, and all three eyes are glowing like bright yellow and white with power. Because all the huts do that, all of them. They have like a deep, like echo voice that sounds like a demon. <laughs> yes. Exactly like in Stargate. <sighs> I have the sunglasses filtered down on inside my helmet. Is uh, the light? <sighs> Troy puts a hand over its head, like it's like in a kind of a salute, kind of a shielding its non-existent eyes motion. <laughs> I That's right. I think I got some sunglasses just just in case everything is just too shiny and blingy, right? Oh yeah, and everything has been like polished and chromed with fine grit, so everything bounces off. It's that polished level where the reflection of light shine is actually starting to course onto rainbows, like you know that kind of polish, where it, like starts to actually split the light. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot happening here. Yeah. yeah. So. Hey. uh... Yeah, we, 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 that's right. We are specialists. Perhaps then you could help this sad, pitiful, malevolent god. Wait, did she use the word malevolent? Yeah, she's she just my first okay. okay, that's fair. She uh, knows what you're about, son. 
She wears her alignment on her wrist. Finn. She has flip. she has hands just like on that cover of Dune that George Lucas ripped this off of. Uh, but she also has like a harness of like uh, polished gold and chrome and beskar on her back that like gives her other sets of like long telescoping graspers. Awesome. Yeah. Perhaps Give we me. can. What did you have Give in me. mind? I know why you're here. You're looking to overthrow that crime organization that is set up on our humble utopia. But I can't help you. No one can. My power is only limited to this humble cathedral of prosperity you see before you. I have no real influence among the crime families of Narshada, only among its theocracy. It was my son that had the real reins of power. Perhaps we could speak with him? Was, was, she cries, bellowing, shaking things. He's been taken away, and I don't know where, but I know who. These criminals, these ne'er-do-wells, they absconded with him. They took him from his home, from his bed. She gestures to one of the towers outside that's like a giant tower full of, like, security and, like, weapons. And also a blasted hole in the side. Yeah, they're patching that up with gold. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, These people sound horrible. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was a terrible man, red and black, with spikes from his head. Half robot. Oh, we hate that guy. He says that we have to give up and go back under his heel. He's Maul, by the way. If you don't know him, he's Maul. We know him because he once conquered this planet a little little bit ago. Um, But anyway, he if you know him, you know he's Maul. I was being poetic. He (laughs) says that he won't give my son back and indeed will kill him if we don't bend the knee, which isn't a metaphor that works in this situation, but he said it. So it's rather rude of him. Uh, yeah, That's very legist of on him. On both counts. Yeah, it sounds like something he would do. I, of course, can't act against him or he'll kill the hostage. My dear son. Chevron laser react. Well, it sounds like you could use some specialists then. I'm going to spell that out. So if anyone here lives in the Star Wars universe, you would recognize the, the name Chevron laser. It's the name of one of the most famous Hollywood stars that ever lived. He went missing kind of in the middle of the Clone Wars. There's no follow-up to that. It just means this woman named her son after her favorite actor. Like, much much like in uh, Adult Swim that uh, Tim and Andy or whatever, Tim and Eric, Timothy Heidecker named his son John uh, Tom Cruise Jr., you know what? That tracks for everything I know about this person. This, this <laughs> It's completely in character. Continue. Right? <laughs> yeah, we, we're not even surprised. Right? Like, yeah, Chevron Laser React. Yeah, that's that's a perfectly normal name. Well, if you need to know the reason for the name, React was the name of the Melty Blood re-release, and I like Melty Blood. That's <laughs> it. That's the, <laughs> that's the justification. Fair enough. Oh. I almost called him after the last release of Melty Blood they did, Actress Again, Final Tuned. But uh, <laughs> I, couldn't, oh, I physically couldn't put it to paper. <laughs> like, I tried and my body stopped. 
Devin, no! Your hand would not type. <laughs> that might be her next offspring. Yeah, the next time I introduced... In, in the previous game, there was Chevron Laser Alpha and Chevron Laser Prime, and they both claimed to be that actor, and they were both so good at acting, they had magic powers from it in different ways. One was a holistic actor, one was a psychic assassin, so there you go. Well, their acting gave them force powers. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> to their credit they're a really good actor like if you guys have ever seen the hollow hollow vids you really like their movies there's just something about him he's just a great actor he's compelling he does his own stunts see guys if you let the mole take this little child you might run into some more chevron lasers there's child child i'm assuming someone said that he's 37 child <laughs> Someone said that, you know, the nemesis steps out of the shadows. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If that worked, that'd be hilarious, but I don't know if Peter wants to be on scene. It's also not, there's no shadows here. It's all (laughs) coruscanting lights. Right? (laughs) That's not even gaming it. That's just just how it is. Oh, no. (laughs) Peter can't just snatch us away. (laughs) You must locate him and return him to my palace and my care. Do you know where he is? Yes. He He must be hanging out that new club that opened up. Night Brothers. I'm not familiar with that one. She like brings up an advertisement for it. And it's like a Dave and Buster's advertisement for a giant casino slash entertainment dance center slash murder arena where people go in and play laser tag, but with real lasers against like the, the, the army of the house, which is a bunch of like soldiers with spikes coming out of them and like black and red armor. That's like strobing. And it's like laser tag, but they're killing people. Uh, and like all the hosts and hostesses are very attractive and have like tattooed themselves black and red, just like Darth Maul and put like fake little horns on their head as part of their outfit. Kind of like a Hooters outfit, but for people dressing up like Darth Maul. Well, no one ever really blamed him or accused him of being subtle. I mean, it's a big galaxy. There's no way Palpatine would find out that he has a Dave and Buster's on Narshutta that he named after his own people. <laughs> we just figured it was someone doing a bit. Right? Let's like, be honest. Sheev definitely has been there. <laughs> he has better things to do with his time than follow up on every single lead about Maul. No, not to follow up on a lead, just to go to a Dave and Buster. My intel tells me that's where my son is stored, but I don't have any real, she gestures at her wealth, influence on this world, so I can't act against him without upsetting my divine pantheon. But we would hate to upset them, so... That's right. If I upset them, they would be upset with me. And they might snub me next life day. If they're upset with you, they'd come down on you and your family like the hammer of an angry god. Then it's a good thing I don't have a family. (laughs) There it is. Uh, Clank, clank. The the, the stomp salute. (laughs) Right? Could you go and retrieve him? Yes, especially because there are other people probably there that we were looking to retrieve. But I don't care about things that aren't me. Could you, what uh, assistance <laughs> could you provide us for this mission? Because I, I assume that he has a lot of armed forces in that nightclub. I told you exactly where he is, and I'm offering you a reward in return. Is that... Of... 
what's this reward? This is the first time you're mentioning it. <laughs> Would you like some Chuck E. Cheese tokens up front? Redeemable only by my son. Will you rescue me? She just assumed you guys knew you were going to get rewarded because you're dealing with a god, and gods reward people for their faith tangibly, like physically, <laughs> in in this world. That, like was, my, that was my assumption. <laughs> so like, she's like, oh, I suppose we could do a little bit up front. She claps her uh, like metal hands, and like a, a duro is hauling without the assistance of grav threads, like a chest across the floor. He's like, uh, 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 <laughs> and he drops off in front of you. I can't decide if it would be rude to her to help him. <laughs> you just keep staring at him the whole time. You know what you did. <laughs> uh, I don't feel bad work. about this. This is actually amusing. Yeah, next I just have a chance to just pull by furlings, you know, in chains around the next or something. I mean, it's a, funny, it's a funny story about huts, but we there'd be, have to be a way to get to it. Oh, I guess there'd be a way when she gives you, like, what her son looks like, because you'd want to know what her son looks like so you don't bring out the wrong person, right? Yeah, I assume there's right. more than one hut, yes. She uh she she taps a, a thing on her panel, a hologram comes up of a two scale wampa uh with his hands on his shoulders decked out in like Egyptian finery and that bandolier Wookiee seem to always have. That's my son, Chevron Laser React. I don't have a response to this. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you need a response? I'm a, he's a, just not he's a beautiful boy. <laughs> yes, he is. No Once problem. he goes through apotheosis, he will be a living god and we'll spend eternity together as mother and son. Seriously? That sounds like a healthy relationship. It's good. it's good to keep close among your family. So you're saying he's going to go to the chrysalis and emerge as a beautiful heart one day? Absolutely. He only has to consume his own weight and spice over a protracted period of time. That's how all huts ascend. Yeah, I've had my memory right five times in the last few years, and even I know that. <laughs> they always make sure to install that patch. It's very important to know the, where gods come from. For, for reference, if people do or don't know a lot of lore about the huts because they're fairly secretive, uh, what a hut does is they consume spice, the drug spice, but they get it from the source. So spice is found on worlds that have been irradiated by strange galactic energies, like Kessel. Kessel's stuck in that uh, that fucking space storm with the black holes and the Cthulhu monsters in it. Well, the planet in the middle of Kessel's been bombarded by all that energy for all of time, and the spice they extract from it is basically just like minerals. Like it might be like copper or zinc, like flakes. Uh, they grind that down a bit into a finer powder and snort it, and that makes people better at doing things and more focused like there's a few guys here that are standing here that are like near human or races that are usually furry and they're completely bald and their heads are a bit swollen and they're constantly sniffling because they're literally mentats from dune and yeah. you do that enough you eventually turn into a hut spice melange yeah why why like it's called spice and star wars is a fucking ripoff of dune why wouldn't it be yes, see just... here I, I thought that you were gonna it's go the other way with it and say that Say that Hudson had taken taken the worm and worn the skin. No. And eventually... Okay. No, if you just get enough access to high-quality royal jelly spice, uh, you just turn to a living god who's insane and thinks that they're a living god. It's just like the uh, the fucking, what, Navigators Guild people or whatever? Yeah, yeah they're just like Heinleiner Navigators. Yeah. So, I've uh, never read Dune a day in my life, so these are only words I know from reading a wiki, a wiki article or watching Yodorowsky's Dune. That's I, all yeah, my knowledge same. of Dune. I have... <laughs> Red Dune, and I'm glad I read it, but it's also a book that was written in the 60s. 
I mean, there's like five sequels. I'm t- right now. I'm I'm referencing the sequel where the son of Dune. That's the main character's name from Dune. Oh, yeah, Paul. Paul's son eats so much spice he becomes a living Jabba the Hutt with a face and hands coming out of a worm body, which is where Lucas stole that from 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 Jabba. So it's like, yeah, here we are. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like he he didn't do it from eating spice. He like bound himself to the skin of a worm. I I, I watched I watched a lot of YouTube stuff. Oh man. About, yeah. About I've this. I've already yeah, forgotten. I, I, God Emperor. I deep God Emperor was even a thing. <laughs> And yeah. he was like blind, and like because he followed his destiny perfectly, he could always perfectly see. Because the the water, sand, desert, Tuscan Raider people would kick you out if you're blind. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. I don't know how I know this. The knowledge just comes into my head at some point. Yep, and then and then at some point he diverged once, and then was like, "Oh no, now I am blind because I stepped away from my path." Uh... Anyway. <laughs> This is why listeners come here. It's right. Funny. This is exactly what they want here. Yeah, Salvador Dali in that picture as the Emperor of Space. That's what imagine that. That that's what Chevron Laser React looks like, but he's a Wampa on top of all of that. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Look up the picture of Salvador Dali as the Emperor in Dune, and you'll you'll know what we're talking about, listener. Yeah. Best movie never made. Right. But uh but yeah. Uh, that's that's the setup. Uh, I think I'm vaguely alluding that uh, if you were to dig deeper into Hut backstory, the Huts used to be furlings. They used to come from one planet, and their sun blew up, and they found spice, and it was a rich spice plant. Now they're this. So they're fatter, Luke. Yeah, yeah, they're bigger. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> spicier, Luke. They're not fatter, Luke. What they are is, if you have data, then they're the B4 of datas. You know, fatter. I know that's an insult to fat people. It's a whole thing. But, like, I need to point out that because Star Trek is stupid, they heavily implied that the giant, narcissistic, loves-his-own-self-image Noonien Soong built data and more in his own image as the final product. But the prototype, B4, looked 30 years older and was clearly uh, a little... Uh, a little bit more overweight than those two rail thin beanpole scarecrow people. And they're like, why did Dr. Newton build before like this? Was he just not very good at making androids at this stage? Like what the fuck went on? Why couldn't they have just gotten a different actor to play before instead of data? So data could act alongside a different actor and maybe introduce a younger actor that could take over for the character, like with alternate Spock. Well, he, no, was, no, no. he was a little bit eternal. Yeah, we would have to hire somebody else from the Screen Actors Guild and the royal. It, it the, this whole the, thing. the guy who directed Nemesis sucked. He was like a big piece of shit too. Like he called Levar Burton Laverne a few times. I thought he was an alien, and Levar Burton's better than anyone in that movie. He has writer, directing, producing chops. He should have done that movie. It's a huge insult. Anyway, right back to where we were. So Gorgon the Hut has tasked you with saving her little baby boy who rips people's arms out of their sockets and is a sentient, uh, or is just a wampa. Wampas are just sapient. Yeah. You have to infiltrate Knight Brothers, a Dave and Buster-style casino, and get her son back. Are we doing a heist? Uh, yeah, there's three stages. Infiltrate, locate, extract. Um, infiltrate, locate, exfiltrate. All right, everybody. Lucky for you, I've... <laughs> For some reason, whoever depletes my memory always installs specific knowledge about huts and several books about 
infiltration and exfiltration. They're all specifically heists. They're they're the entire library of Chevron Alpha heist hollow vids. Time for a movie marathon. Unfortunately, none of them work with the uh, the you know um unit anatomy. They're all they're all basically westerns. Yeah. None of them are in like a civilized area. It's like a bank. <laughs> It's, like, it's, so like, it's you know those space trains from Solo, a Star Wars story that they try to space jack? In an episode, like in a movie, Charmaine's trying to jack one of those and like falls off and like hits the mountain slope, tumbles a bunch, blood sprays everywhere. And like he crashes and harpoons himself on the top, tip of a peak and gets up and is like, thumbs up. And it's like, he did that stunt. It's like, really? It's like, no, he fell, but he turned it into a stunt. How did he turn it into a stunt? By living. Mm-hmm. It was the will of the force. Turns out he was a robot. So, uh, my pitch to you is, do you want to just dive right into being at night, uh, brothers, and take it as you go? I mean, I don't really have another plan. Other than, like, trying to put together an Ocean Eleven's plan? I mean, can we just do flashbacks to when we were making an Ocean's Eleven plan? There's Blades in the Dark now. (laughs) I know, right? The superior way to do Shadowrun. Uh, Why don't we pause? I'm going to hit pause. And we're back. So we star wiped outside Night Brothers. Uh, Night Brothers looks like a crown made of twisting spires and horns. It kind of looks almost like a like a nondescript abstract uh, Darth Ball head with like or skull with like spikes coming out of it that are like also towers and like like areas to go in the casino. But they're like big and stylized, and like the, the the nose hole in the skull would be like the entrance, and the eyes would be like where like visual video screens are and stuff. Um, the whole complex is fairly big. There's a lot of people f- coming on in and out. There's holograms being played above each horn on the head of like giant dancers, uh, like male and female uh, dressed up like Darth Maul doing dances and stuff. It's all very exciting. Uh, you see celebrities, ho- hover cars drop on by. People are coming in and out. It looks exciting to be here uh and inside you know it's like a big gambling floor there's dance floors there's there's games there's casinos there's a prize booth with all sorts of weapons and a portion of the prize booth labeled blackmail library that you can exchange your tokens for um you know people can buy droid legs if they want and even pay for surgery to have them installed to be just like the mascot um I don't have a good name for the mascot. Except, oh, the mascot's just called Night Brother, uh, and it's just like a like a like a Darth Maul looking dude with robot legs, but a little more stylized and nondescript. If I may suggest, the mascot is named Savage. I don't think Savage. Maul would do that. That's it's yeah. a little on the nose, and he died in his arms. Oh, that's fair. But he definitely does have Savage's visage all throughout the casino <laughs> as like a nice little homage, like cool, strong looking, like Dathomir people all over the place. You know, but uh, yeah, you know, like all the the staff and the hostesses and the droids are done up to look kind of like this. There's a theme going on. It it's a whole thing that's happening. Um, there's also like in various parts of the casino, like a large arena, multi level complex that people can view in on all sides. Like that's a laser tag arena with like different lighting and strobe lights and neon and lasers that people are running through and getting murdered in there right now, and people are gambling. Uh, you know, pumping music, jizz music is playing constantly. Uh, all the what, what music was there? <laughs> Do you not know about uh, jazz music? No. no. Okay, so you know you know in Star Wars how they have music. Oh God, yeah. I do know about this. The official Fuck. name of the genre is jazz music. Oh, uh, I forgot about this. 
So like it's like bop 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 bop. It's cantina music, but it's also that music from Fallen Order that's on his headphones. That's like big rock and roll music and stuff. It's all over. Uh, there's an eating area where you can get death from your delicacies like pizza and wings and orange fizzy drink. The only drinks that are legally allowed to sell in this province. <laughs> but yeah, like like it's called like I don't know. It's called like the. Uh, the pizza is like spicy or the, the wings, the wings are seasoned to be hot. So it's like rancor, like rancor wings with like, um, you know, death sauce. So hot. You'll come back from the dead and avenge your family <laughs> as a witch. That's the tagline for the sauce on the menu. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on here. Okay. There are also rancors here. Like there's, there's a petting zoo slash look, take a picture with a rancor area. Where they just kind of hang out and are fed and they're not mistreated or anything. Because why would you mistreat a rancor? There's no profit in that. Um, yeah, it's like a whole cultural appropriation of Dathomir thing. But it's done by a dude from Dathomir. So I don't know uh, where it stands. So, you know, uh, internalize that as you will. He's making bank off of this. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, 93 is definitely going to feed the rancor. Yeah, yeah, you can even you can buy chow for them, which are basically people who lost in the laser tag arena. So you can like throw like an arm with still holding a blaster into their mouth. I can't decide if this is gaudy or not. Oh, that one guy from uh, Empire from Return of the Jedi, the Rancor Master's there because he was hired by Maul because he's really good at Rancors. And he's just like, hey, he still doesn't wear a shirt or anything. Why would he? <laughs> Yeah, what, why Why wouldn't it be gaudy? This is great. Or it doesn't matter if it's gaudy. It's great. He doesn't wear a shirt, but he's definitely, like, tattooed himself black and red and, like, put, like, like spirit-glued horns onto himself. Christ. Hey! He, he, like, cheers that guy on. <laughs> he's doing his best. So, yeah, there's a lot of people going through here. You know, it's pulsing. There's music everywhere. Uh, there's a stained-glass window of a dude with a beard in, like, a... In, like, a Dracula robe with his head cut off, holding his head in his arms because his hands fell on the ground. He's crying. Just all sorts of stuff all over. So uh, I guess I'll go and um, or Um93 will go and get us logged in for the next tournament. Uh, yeah, for the next game. Alright, there's a Twi'lek uh, who looks like that evil Twi'lek from the Star Wars MMO uh, who's like a Sith Lord or whatever, but she looks like Darth Maul patterned. And she's she's behind the counter. She looks like she doesn't... It doesn't look like she doesn't want to be here, but it looks like she's been working her whole shift. So you walk up, and it's like, oh, what do you want, little buddy? Uh, two entries to the uh, tag tournament, please. Okay, sure thing. And she takes out like a little metal button and like sticks it onto your chest plate and gives you another one that has like a little backing so you can attach it to someone's clothes. Thank you. Is there a clock or anything that we should know of? Uh, or see, see, keep track of when uh, the round is up? Uh, they gesture to the schedule uh, and like what your badge matches up to and stuff. Perfect. Yeah, like you'll be allowed in pretty much when it starts and she just kind of waves. Good luck, little buddy. I'll need it. Oh, there it is. I'm going to pause real quick. Okay, and we're back. So, uh, yeah, you guys sign up for the deathmatch tournament in the death arena. Yes. Uh, uh, I accept my badge from from, uh, from mine. Yeah, he says, all right, you know, we're on, on the schedule. So, have you ever been in one of these before? <laughs> not uh, not hosted by, by Maul, no. 
a bunch of patrons come over. It's like, look, it's a mall guard. Or not a mall guard. What am I, drunk? They're like, look, it's a death guard. And everyone like comes over and tries to take like holovid pictures with you. It's like, why aren't you colored right to the Mandalorian? Mm-hmm. Kess is just... <laughs> He, he he looks like he just does, he he does not want to uh, he's not happy this is happening but he like he's just kind of frozen a little bit. They gesture to a wall alcove where there's like a suit of Mandalorian armor done up like Darth Maul. <laughs> That's actual Mandalorian armor too. It's made of Beskar. He he stole that. I'm repressing my reaction and debating if I can steal that on the way out. You know we could probably get some force points for that. <laughs> get some force points. <laughs> I uh, I may be trying to take them the way out if we have time. <laughs> We're adding it to the list. I, 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 it's it's on the list. It's on my list at least. <laughs> We're all in this together. Are you guys uh, all sitting at a table after signing up? Yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, we'll sit down and uh, if, if eat if you, pizza. And yeah, one of the servers comes up. Here's your bubbling cauldron of magic, and it's just orange drink juice in like a cauldron. Oh, we lost Adam again. Uh, let me pause. So yeah, you get all your stuff served. Uh, who is all here with you, like at this table? Yeah, did we did all three of us go in together, or are we just kind of like buying time for? Uh... Um, that is, I guess, up to up to to Lemnar if he's with us. So I am probably going to come in separately from you all because I'm trying to just get the elevator working, so we can just go in there. All right, so you're gonna smuggle yourself into uh, the vent system after. Oh yeah, we didn't even set that up because that was happening in the pause. So. Uh, having the list of your enemies and their names and faces let you get an employee who told you about the man-sized event system that might lead to the secret elevator that'll let you in. Yep. We for- Perfect. We forgot to talk about all that, even if we were going to do it in media res. <laughs> That's not why they're here. So, are we just going to flashback? Uh, no, we're just, we're just continuing on in. So you're going to go into the vent system, right? Yep. So I'm there in the vents, and I, I told the... <laughs> Clone troopers I hired to go with you guys. So it's like you two and a bunch of clone troopers? Yeah. Perfect. So while you guys are enjoying your uh, pizza and orange drinks served in a witch's cauldron, the undead brew, or the, the witch's brew or whatever, uh, you're in the vents. The first obstacle you're going to encounter in the vent is there is a, uh, like there's a tripwire, but it's not like a thin red tripwire. It's like a block. Like not a wall, but like a like a cube of laser in like one section of the uh, of the vent. Okay. So if uh, you trigger it, it'll set an alarm off in the security booth. Which is fine because I'm a Kaminoan, which means I'm super skinny and have giant long gangly limbs. So I sort of just squeeze my way through the lasers bending and flexing in a really grotesque creepy way if you could actually see it all right so like it is a cube so it takes up the entire corridor but i guess you like flatten yourself down just like as much as possible to creep by like the 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 bit between the wall and the laser yes looks like they didn't think that one through i mean they assumed that these people have skeletons not my species, which is all uh, air bladders. Well, no, it's it's the stuff that your nose is made of. Cartilage, it's more flexible bone. Cartilage, cartilage. Yeah. yeah. We're just all cartilage. There you go. They didn't expect to be drawn by cats. So is it a getaway or so, what? I'm gonna say getaway. 
All right. Because that has the consequences in it that literally line up with what this is. All right. And that would be with Grace? Yes. Yeah. Oh, perfect. 14. Nice. All right. Oh, I guess in the beginning of the round. And you acquire a web. Yes, there it is. Mm-hmm. The webs start to flow in. So, yeah, you get to choose your... It's starting. Yeah, it, it's starting. So, yeah, you don't take anyone nearby. Quietly, quickly, no harm, no spikes. It's perfect. So, we'll cut back to the party. Um, the laser tag match is about to start. You guys are going to go on in. Um, you know, they lock you in. They give you your blaster, and they give you, like, armor coverings for your, your armor. You know, to, to help them register how badly you were murdered for the scoring system. They point that oh, yeah. there are neutral generators all on the map, and shooting them turns them to your side. And we'll also, uh, like, re- release a turret that's aligned to you that'll shoot anyone who goes through that, like, isn't you. Uh, and, like, if someone, like, gets into the turret and, like, shoots their, their little control thing for the generator, it'll turn it back to their color. It's a whole thing. There's a time limit. You got to rack up points. Kill your enemies. Everyone's cheering. Betting is happening. Do you want to take any handicaps or do you want to, like, uh, I don't know, pay for power-ups or something with a use of Precious? You guys all got one Precious from uh, Gorgon the Hut. Very tempting. But I feel... Yes. <laughs> I love that. Very tempting by the Noom's like, yes. Okay, Oom, you get the lightning gun, which is an area ranged weapon. <laughs> this will be useful later. It's only good for the laser tag arena. Well, you know. We're, we're going to be in the laser tag arena later. We are now, but we'll be later too. Does the Mandalorian oh. buy anything? Um, Probably not. Like, I, I trust my own weapons and don't want to deal with whatever bullshit. Aw, that means you're not going to get the Morning Star from Castlevania. This is Ready Player One. Oh, oh no. You you get the bow and arrow, but like the the green armor version from Ghouls and Goblins. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) Ghouls and Goblins sucks. (laughs) That game's not fun. I'm bad at it. Well, I missed the uh, shield upgrade, so I guess I'll die. Right. Anyway, yeah. so uh, you guys head on in. The game starts. Uh, you guys get to see the opposing team briefly as like both of your cages open up before you're dropped into the arena. Who's in the other cage, by any chance? Well, I guess it's time for Void Within a Val to come in. Maybe he's seen that you know, some Mandalorians you know trying to ruin Life Day here by trying to win uh, you know at Maul's establishment. So he comes in with some of his own people. Who are your own people, Pete? Uh, some crabs, one of the uh, most true warriors. You know, the usual gank. <laughs> I've recruited some people. Right? The monsters. I, I appreciate the monsters. I appreciate that you said that we're here to ruin Life Day, which means we're here to ruin Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to steal Life Day from all. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Christmas episode. Okay, how many generators should there be to make this interesting? What would be enough to not be super... You know what, we should even label generators. We'll label it by territory. So let's say there's three territories. There's the territory on your end, the territory on their end, and the middle no-man's land territory. And they all have quote-unquote generators. And each turn of this will represent you guys attritioning back and forth for it. How about that? Yes. All right, so... 
Uh, turn one, uh, they flood the area with mooks, which are maul. They look just like maul soldiers, actually, but kind of garbagier. Like they have worse armor. They have more spikes everywhere. They have limited movement. A lot of them have like limbs that don't work quite right because these are the these are the ones that maul can't use for his army with his bad sorcery. The rejects. Yeah, this is what he fills his laser tag arena with. The clone troopers feel bad for these guys. Right? Well, they shouldn't, because these are all Crimson Dawn criminals. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but, like, you know. You're legally There's... allowed to murder them. I don't feel bad. I remember what happened on Mandalore before it got glassed. Right? Remember they were selling poison to children in their drinks? I have no regrets. <laughs> I was hoping... I was hoping for a moment, I thought you were going to say, I have no memory of that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. It's okay. okay so, uh, the first obstacle is you're going to have to conquer your territory. Um, you know, it's... How do you want to do that? How will you be doing that? What will you be using in your skill set to, to, to take over the territory closest to yours? Um, so, I have an area gun, so we can just lure a bunch of them into one area. I can shoot them with my plus zero blood. Oh my god. Roll for murder. All right, if you want to shoot them and finish them, is what it sounds like, then someone should set you up with advantage. And, well, you know what? You guys are hired killers, and these guys suck. So I'm going to say you automatically have advantage. That's just how advantage works. So, yeah, finish them, uh, Stitch. Okay. Uh, do you want to assist me in finishing them? Uh, yeah, I can take a few pot shots as well. That gives you hope. Okay. Hey, I like hope. Hope is nice. I got a... Oh, good lord. Uh, that's a 12. All right, you annihilate like you you lead a, the the bulk of like the, the the house robots or the house soldiers is what they're called into like a like a kill box and you guys just like expertly as heroes like cordon them off and lightning gun them and they all like fizz and burst and like they're like oh we're dying and they do the the skeleton thing from Home Alone two that's just a little bit too much and they all drop to the ground dead their armor smoldering. I pick off any of the stragglers with lightning gun somehow didn't catch. A large orb in the ceiling detonates, uh, and like confetti and tokens start showering down around you guys. Hey, it's a good thing that none of this counts as harm. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, and now I'll swing the spotlight over to Void Within Without. What are you doing on your side? Well, since the fellowship is ignoring me, I get to make a cut, and since there are some threats here that you know the fellowship cannot protect, I can cut them as hard as I want. So I guess I'll just murder them. Oh, oh my god. Alright, so like with a knife? Uh, just with my fist, you know. You come charging across the arena. Well, you guys, at the guy's on his side. He can kill threats he doesn't like. <laughs> so uh, there's like a screen that shows like the, the, the soldiers, the house soldiers that have been seated on his side, and it's just him beating them to death with his bare hands. Everyone's like, Ooh. And then since I have some fresh dead people, I raise them up with necromancy. Oh, the movie again. <laughs> Shit, you oh, have no. Yes. Oh, no. All right, so there was like a group of house soldiers on your side, so you have a group of basic soldiers. <laughs> so it just, so like the boss music stops, and we're like, that was an easy fight. And then it starts again. Oh, actually, what you hear is that Twi'lek woman being like, kill, double kill, triple kill, quadra kill, pentakill. And so they start playing X gonna give it to I'm like, him. yeah, on screens you can see him doing that, and then they all get back up from the dead and start following him. Hmm. Should I rip one of their arms off? We oh want to God. make this a horror movie scene now. Uh, if you, you can do that whenever you want, you piece of shit. 
I, uh, I'm going to cut to Adam, though. Uh, Lamnar in the vents. Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, all right. So you are actually pretty far down now. Like you've gotten past the, the, the bars event, the, the casino's event system, and you're starting to descend to the elevator shaft. So the elevator shaft uh, stops uh, and opens up a little into three high-speed spinning fans with turrets mounted on either side with laser sights pointed straight up, waiting for anything to interrupt the laser uh, after the fans. So, wait, so there's the fans. I mean, these are fans or lasers, which... Will shoot through the fans, them. much like... So old World War One biplanes, the guns were put actually behind the propellers and they were timed so they could shoot through the propellers while the propellers were spinning. So then just shoot the propellers off. These turrets are set up similarly. So if you try to approach, if you even fucking look at those fans, the fucking mini guns will open fire on you ryth- ryth- rhythmically. Okay. Uh... The turrets are threats. Yeah, no, I understand that. It's, uh, I am going to, yeah, I, Perfect. I have. I'm going to act you know, basically activate a small little miniature EMP and throw it down, and I'll sort of deactivate the fan and the turrets. And in mechanical terms, I'm activating my bear trap. Ah, so to seize everything items. up. Yeah, immobilize them until they pry free. It also causes immense pain when triggered, which doesn't apply. All right. So yeah, you, your EMP stuns the entire system. That's. That's so easy. All right. It stuns everything and you're able to descend further. Uh, when the system boots back up, because uh, it was clearly, you know, futzed with, uh, you reset one of the timers in the vent system and the vent system goes, um, uh, what was it? Uh, sterilization cycle beginning. And those fans, uh, they have little pores on them that open up and start spraying grease everywhere. And then they light on fire and the fans above you, like now that you've passed them, it's no longer a threat, are now also on fire. Okay, well, I'm you're past them, but that's what know. would have happened if you fucked that trap up. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. All right, good to know. I'm just letting you know how well prepared Maul is for people to come on in. Uh, it's two before us down here. I look up, I look down, I'm like, not my problem anymore. <laughs> All right, we'll cut back to laser tank. So you, you guys, the heroes have conquered your section. The villains have conquered theirs. The middle section is all that's left, and then you'll have to start fighting. What do you guys do? Hmm. Well, but... all right. So, well, we can't ignore. I guess we can't ignore their leader. <laughs> he says, no. not not knowing who that is. <laughs> Did we wipe your memory between like now and Hoth? How often well, do you wipe his memory? <laughs> it, it's dark. Like he, they announced him by name. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they did. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> it could be <laughs> like cameras. Were, also, cameras were showing you what he looked like. Oh no! It yeah. could be any given little robot arm. Right. Uh, I... You could be like, "Wait, how... we didn't wipe him ready." Oh, sorry, I was too busy murdering their entire team. Pentakill. Right. I'm going for godlike. Drunk with power. Uh, all right. Um, I'm debating if I just want to like start shooting void. <laughs> That's worth points, right? Start shooting what? Start shooting void. Yeah, he's worth points. He's worth all the points he got from the people he killed. So are you. Okay. Uh, however, I can't do that without advantage. And it's going to be hard to get advantage from him. So for now, 
I'm going to see if I can, like, it's, like, dark and there's lasers going everywhere. And strobe lights and pumping yeah. music. Like I'm going to see if I can try to try to make myself, you know, try, try to be a little sneaky and, uh, and hide. I don't know if that's a role or what, but... Didn't we discuss this? Stealth was a thing, and I don't remember Holy what it get was. Getaway? Yeah. Moving. Will you get that away? Okay. Because you're trying to get past people without being shot. Clearly. Yeah, basically. That is the downside. Get, get not into, sneaking. Get into sniper position. All right, makes sense to me. All right, take a shot at it. Roll plus grace. Well, that's happening. Stitch, Stitch, what are you doing? That is five plus two is seven. So I got seven. And that means I get to choose two because I get poetry in motion. Nice. So fantastic move. I'll I'll do, you know, don't take any damage on the way and get there unseen and uh, and all that. All right, you've set up a place to camp. Uh, I think I'm gonna look closely. What are you looking closely for? What are you trying to discern? What's going on here? So I want to figure out. I think I want to figure out like where they're going and uh, like a good way for us to basically like get around them so that we can possibly like take their base from them. Okay. Well, they're the, uh, the, the zombified ones are flooding their way into the mids and into your side. Just like some will stand under the generator, stare straight up and shoot and they lose their hand to cover like the light sensor on their armor while they're just pulling the trigger over and over shooting at the generator. Oh yeah, that's just what yeah. you do. Uh, other ones are just aimlessly wandering, hunting, and the ones that are alive and void are doing what? Void. Uh, well, they'll probably be chatting for the middle as well. Might as well just double down on this. Okay, so yeah, let's do a look closely and see if you can figure out uh, what you're looking for. Maybe get advantage on some of these fools. All right, that's an eleven. Okay, so three questions. Um, you don't have to like specifically pick from the list. You can kind of just ask me three vital things. Yeah. Uh, so like. What's going to happen if we make a push for like their base? I don't know because Peter's pretty much in charge of his team now. No. Pick a different oh, no. question. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. How about this? If Peter, if How about this? You're looking closely, right? So why don't you be like, Devin, is there, you know, some people that are isolated that I could ambush? Huh? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. More so like, like, treat it like command lore prompts. Okay. So yeah, is there is is there anybody that like is ambushable? Like that's like I would say like uh, I'm imagining like the, the the pile of people under our base who are you know uh, what is it a uh, sensor guarding? Yeah, <laughs> the, they might be. I would say that the targeted. true warrior will be on his own. Yeah, all right. Yeah, one of those uh, man, uh, one of the malls, uh, curse eaten big soldiers is just kind of on his own. Okay, uh, then uh, I'll grab some like maybe a Mandalorian to come with me, and we'll we'll go like take that guy out. All right, go for it. You're in a group, and you have advantage because he doesn't know you're there, and he's isolated. So I'll give you advantage on him. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a five. Uh, oh my god! Do you want me to do the cut, or do you want to do the cut, Peter? Um, I've got a trap for this. So, uh, the true warrior was going on, on his own, but what he didn't realize that, surprise, there's a secret trap or spider swarm here that goes and grabs you because you just walked straight into it. 
All right, so one of the ball pits opens up, but the balls are like rubber balls, and they're covered in spikes. Uh, and yeah, you they fall on you, or you fall into them. Is that what you're looking for, Pete? No, uh, trapdoor spider swarm. Oh, trapdoor spider swarm. Sorry, sorry, I yeah. misunderstood. Yeah, that so what they burrowed into some part of like the like they didn't burrow, but they found like a like a nice like kill corner basically, and are going to drag you into it because there's dead ends and mazes. Yep. Boy. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, so you're dealing with the trapdoor spider swarm. Oh yeah, uh, screaming, hollering. You know, it's it's a mess. Uh, uh, yes, you've been separated from the group and taken away. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess I'll, I'll pass the spotlight at that point because that happens. Someone trapped in the spider's lair will take damage every time someone gets a spotlight until they are rescued. <laughs> Oof. So we're going to swing the spotlight back to the Kaminoan. We finished up with the Mandalorian, right? Uh, yeah, I went and got, got into sniper position as the, as the battle drug got dragged away. All right, we'll come back to you next after the Kaminoan. Okay. So take so, damage while the spotlight's away. Yeah, take a damage as you're being chewed up and people are cheering at your death machine. I wonder how my, the rest of the team's doing, I say to myself. <laughs> crawling through the vents. Right? So, you get to the bottom of the elevator shaft. Uh, the elevator is there, but it's not lined up with the entrance. It's actually slightly askewed, and there's lock bars in place. There's also a camera drone above it and below it, constantly scanning. And if you look through a little tiny, like, vent crevice at the front of the elevator, there are uh, seven soldiers, all with their arms linked, standing abreast in the hallway so that no one could sneak by them. Uh, some facing forward, some facing backwards, and there's a small child standing right there with his hands on his hips, uh, with a drink in his hand and a whistle in the other, looking around, darting his eyes. So that even if we <laughs> cut down the elevator, the troops and the child would all spot us immediately. Maul understands how this shit works. He is savvy. We can't just kill all of them because there's a child there. The child is there to make sure that if anyone's like, what, did you hear that? And someone's like, it was probably nothing. He'll immediately blow the whistle and call other people in. <laughs> <laughs> That's specifically what the child is for. It's his only job. Maul pays, pays him in pizza, orange juice, and tokens. He helps spies in the to be always an alert. He must send one day. Uh... <laughs> Actually... I do have something for this. Oh, I, oh, yes, right. They're right in front of the elevator. They're right in front of the elevator shaft, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, can we activate the elevator without them noticing, or do we have to deal with them first? Just um, understand. Or if you're clever, you could activate the elevator without them noticing. But that okay. will be some role I or something. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's fine. Uh, so first, I'm going to sneakily. Uh, go behind the elevator, where the, the part of the elevator shaft behind the elevator, lining up to sort of where the entrance would be, mm -hmm. to where the troops are standing, yeah. and place a little gadget that would activate a very powerful magnet that would pull them into the elevator shaft. So they're there. This is a pit trap. They're in front of the door to the elevator, and the door is currently closed. So all you have to do is open it. But to do that, there is a scanner droid underneath the elevator because it isn't fully lined up with the door scanning. So all you gotta do is get them out of the way and get the door open. You can pit trap them in. Yeah. So I'm going to overcome the scanner. Perfect. With I just I'm just trying to try and hack it. Go for it. And then with pit trap, they would fall into the elevator shaft. Makes sense to me. Uh, 
not lethally because this is like the bottom floor. Exactly. You don't want to kill the child. Also, there's like a there's like a dip beneath the the, the ground floor for the elevator to kind of nestle in, so that even if you fall all the way in and the elevator goes all the way down, there's actually space for you to survive if you're uh, like normal sized. Maul knows how to build right. this shit because inevitably so someone's going to drop an elevator on him. <laughs> all right, let's see how good I am at hacking. Oh man, hacking time! I am. Very good. That's an 11. All right, and that was just straight up overcome. All right, yes. well, you destroy the droid, blow the doors, trap them in, they fall, and you can climb up into the elevator and unlock it. So the elevator starts going up, crushes that droid above it, like it gets stuck in the side and smashes. And uh, you're on your way up. Let's cut back to the game. So, Cass, uh, take a damage, Stitch. You notice that your droid's been kidnapped. Yeah. Oh, did I forget yeah. you, Peter? Or do you only act when you have like something to do? Uh, who, who does what? Pete, are you allowed to act independently, or do you only act as like a reactor? I mean, technically, I can act independently. I'm, you know, still a character. I'm not a threat. Okay. Uh, do you want to act uh, next, or do you want it to go for like cast saving Stitch, and then we might cut to you? Uh, I guess you know, going to start with Cass. Right, Cass. Do you see that your droid is fudged? What is he being like? Uh... Uh, a bunch of I'm going to assume what Pete mechanical droid spiders. Um, whatever would be um, suitable for spiders and snakes, I guess. Okay, what would be suitable is it's a bunch of like mercenaries that have a bunch of like rope and bats because uh, they're like a team for this that you hired. You you hired up like an esports team for this. So and they they bubble fritz. Not even bubble fritz, like people, like well, just dudes. Bubble fritz. Like from that last Star Wars movie, those tiny people, tiny person. I don't, I don't know what a babu frit is, but what I know is it's people with baseball bats and lassos, and they lasso the droid, and they're bashing him with baseball bats over and over again. Okay, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to spend one from my high tech gizmos, which are useful, to throw an incendiary grenade that has fire, which will not hurt the droid as much as it will hurt the mercenaries. It'll also burn their ropes. Yeah, and that'll hopefully get him out. Uh, right. Do I need to roll? So well, if you're used to use, well, if it's used, yeah, the useful items giving you advantage, and now you get to finish them. Awesome. That's uh, how that works. Good suggestion, Pete. What am I finishing them with? Sounds like blood. If you're throwing a grenade at them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could also just be making them back off. Let me see. You could. What are you the know, options? You could. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna say outsmarting or terrifying, so I roll plus grace with this. Go for yeah. it. If they do it, they admit defeat and will not willingly challenge me again. Go for it. So, and then I don't have hope for this. But. That is a seven. So, uh, I deal damage and lose my advantage over them. Okay. I mean, that's fine. They have, uh, where's the scratch pad? Well, they have three stats, uh, no, two stats, Death Trap and Swarm. Uh, is Death Trap the one that's gonna make him take a bunch of damage every time? Yeah, somebody gets that's the one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill that stuff. Well, is it piercing? No, oh no, it's not. Um, let's see. Well, it doesn't say that the secret stat gets damage, but sure. Um, I guess they'll damage their swarm then. I, I, I think secret because it is no longer true is damaged because they're not a secret anymore. They're there, right? Makes sense. Like, I know, like, usually, I don't understand that, because usually the, the stat that's, like, secret is, like, damage the stat to reveal and make everyone's life fucking miserable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's it's true until it's not true, and the fact that it's not secret anymore means that it is not right? true. Like, or, yeah, could be said that oh, they've taken you down into a hole, and now you have to find them in that hole or whatever. So they're still secret until you damage that. But either or, yeah, but then then you can't really interact with yes, them, though because so you have to find secret. it. And oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah, the mistake I made was. Letting you know that happened without making you search for it. That's the, that's what Pete's talking about. That's actually that's on. Mm. I didn't catch that nuance, but that's fine. Let's hold on to that. Let's put a pin in that and just um. You know what? I what uh, to damage that stat? Look closely would probably do it, right? Or yeah, looking closely would reveal them, which would damage the stat. Do you think that's right, Pete? It could be like finish them with something that's about loot. I don't think there is like not a lot like that, which is why okay. I, I so yeah, probably I look closely. That. Yeah, yeah, just give me a look closely and see if you can you can kind of hit it. Because if there's like an answer, the GM gets to decide, then things can get a bit weird after you like shoot their death trap stat. Okay, uh, let me see. Look closely is plus sense, right? Yeah. No, I am not as good at that. Okay. Uh, my dice like me better though. That is an eight. So seven plus X three from the list, but I find one of them out the hard way. So uh, is something hidden or out of place? If so, what looks suspicious? Uh, hidden or out of place? Yeah, there is something that's hidden. It's that mob beating up your droid with baseball bats right now. No, oh, funny that. Um, let me see. Let's see, tell me about um I don't know. Tell me about uh tell me about Void. What are they doing? What will they do next? Ah, now we're paying attention to Void. <laughs> and this might be the hard way. I have another question. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I do need to figure that one out too. Um third question. I don't know, what's going on here? What do my senses tell me? Uh, zombies are swarming the arena. Like, they're swarming through it and stuff and trying to, like, find you guys. Kind of like ants in, like, a like a little maze. Need that lightning gun back. <laughs> right? Okay, so clearly you detect the swarm, throw the grenade, finish them, destroy their trapdoor power. They're still a swarm. They're not secret anymore. They're not, uh, like, a trapdoor spider threat anymore. So Sitch is not, no longer taking constant damage from them. Uh, just regular threats being telegraphed their way. And you can now get learn the hard way what Void's up to, right, Pete? Sure. So the Tedros Spider Swarm were just, you know, one of the ways to get you. The other one is he has some other people also to, you know, help deter you. And he's introducing the giant crab swarm. That's here to, you know, crab people. And they're going for Stitch now because, you know, they know where they are. Oh, God, yeah, there's a bunch of crabs. Like, are they just crabs, Peter? Uh, I was thinking about those, um, like, uh, labyrinthian, coral-like you know, creatures or something like that. Something void-like. All right. Oh. All right, so some twisted, weird coral crab monsters are swarming on down to your droid. They sure are. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so, Stitch, let's move to you. Stitch is like, I don't think that move is legal. <laughs> I will make it legal. <laughs> so try to grab you. You have a soft cut coming your way, I guess. Yeah. You also got the spiders. They have one stat left. Swarm. 
which needs area to hurt. Would you have an area gun? I do have an area gun. Um, I don't. I don't know if I have. Well, actually, do I have an advantage over the swarms? If they just uh, got knocked. Or oh, got yeah, they're fleeing and stuff. Advantage. Well, they're fleeing and stuff, right? Like they're they've been fucked up a bit. Does that Exposed. make sense? I guess, yeah. Yeah, because that's specifically what the finish them was. It was to like demoralize them. If it was just to damage them, whatever. But specifically, this is like scattered them. So you could take a crack at it, and then you're gonna have crabs coming at you. All right, and that's uh, just as bad. Yeah, really. All right, let's uh, let's let's roll some dice. Let's see what happens. I got my yeah, firing my area gun point blank. Again? Ah, uh, there. Unless I can roll my sensor wisdom for it. I mean, you can choose how you want to finish them. Like, like what if you're are disabling these? them, locking them out, you can roll plus sense. Like, are these actually spiders, or are these things that I can like? No, they're dudes. To they're dudes with baseball bats and rope. Just taste, just taste oh. them out into unconsciousness. Okay. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use my wisdom for oh. it. To sh- and uh, <laughs> how are you showing them the end of the by like I'm I'm a battle droid. Like there's just like like people feel bad for them, and so he's like, oh no, <laughs> don't do that. Ah, <laughs> one of them's like, so this doesn't full, They leave you alone. The Jerry yeah, well, strategy. Like one of them's like, this doesn't feel very sporty. All right, guys, we should we should stop. This is sad. Also, we're on fire. Yeah, a little bit. They'll be scared away by fire. I, I did napalm them. You, all right, they're they're gonna they're gonna let it go. They're just gonna let it go. It's it's too much. Also, those crab monsters are coming, and they they can pick it up. <laughs> they don't want to be here when that gets here. They're like they're all like in classic Star Wars style. Like, we ain't no fink. <laughs> and they they leave because it's not sporting. Okay. So let's spin the spotlight next to the Kaminoan. So I'm in the, elevator. the elevator's going up. Uh, the elevator at one point will stop, and a that, that little eye thing from Jabba's palace will come out in a stock. And we'll be like, identify yourself. What's the password of the day? Random password check. Uh, so as a flashback to when I was talking to the informant, uh, which was, a, as you said, a tactical droid, mm-hmm. which was basically just a car dealer or a chip. Yeah, let's cut to that. You're talking to him when he's at his other job, uh, a 50-style diner that he runs. So he's there behind the diner. There's robots everywhere. People are eating uh, space burgers and blue milk. Uh, no, they're not legally allowed to. They're only legally allowed to have orange fizzy drink and pizza and wings. I've established this. So that's what he serves in his 50-style diner, but it looks like a 50-style diner. <laughs> well, what do you know uh, there, friend? Hello there, T2. Hello there. So... I think we need to talk. We are already talking. Your logic is flawed. The separatists were right. Exter- uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Continue. No, no, I, it's fine. Uh, I, re- I remember your uh, coding instinct. So he wasn't even in the Clone Wars. He's, need... just a, he's just a like an accounting droid. I don't know that. I'm going to stereotype. <laughs> Turns out when they promoted them to so, generals, they just send out a patch. Uh, so I heard you have a side gig going on at the Knight Brothers Club. Yes, I do bookkeeping for a casino. It makes a lot of tokens. They pay me in tokens. 
and portions of drink and food that I then give to other co-workers for tokens at a discount. Indeed, indeed. But they never give you quite enough tokens for your hard calculative abilities, do they? No, I want more tokens to watch more hollow vids of people dancing. Who doesn't? Uh, I just uh, take out of my pocket the like a bag of tokens that are provided to us by Gorgon the Hut. And I sort of just... He picks uh, one up uh, and like puts it into his mouth grill and pulls it out. Gorgon tokens, excellent. Indeed, indeed. So, tell me everything you know about that casino. I know that there's a secret elevator and that the password is password. And then we flash to the future. <laughs> uh, <laughs> password is password. Do you say the password is password? Yes. Correct. And it goes back into the wall and the elevator continues. Correct. Open up all the guns. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I was like 30% sure he was screwing me over by lying to me. But hey, you spent hey. a precious thing. That counts. That's overcoming the threat in flashback. <laughs> All right, so the elevator's quickly on its way up. You guys got to wrap this game up or else you're going to miss your chance when someone realizes the elevator's missing and a bunch of children were thrown into an elevator shaft. I figured we were be trying to be entertaining so that they wouldn't. I thought at one point you guys wanted to slip on out and slip into the elevator. Oh, yeah, that's yeah they wanted to tap out and have the either the clone troopers or the other mandos tap in so I this is the final like the countdown and whoever gets the most points is gonna like you know win life day so i think pete from the sounds of it you've definitely been taking the advantage with your zombies and minions and mooks and not being paid attention to so you're a shadow monster yeah so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say the last big threat here is can you guys pull a victory from the nemesis how would you do that you're being overrun, it looks like. Are there any rules about what happens if the enemy team goes down? Uh, if the enemy team dies, like the game ends and the, the winners win, and the amount of points they accrued, and there's a bonus for killing the enemy team, means they get more tokens. Okay. Yeah, like, we could just leave, and just like, alright, they, yeah, they won. Yeah, but I'm still bitter. <laughs> so, am I, if, am I still hidden? Like... I'm not sure if I count as still being hidden because I threw it. Well, you had a sniper rifle and a grenade. So it's not like the grenade was lit up when you threw it, like in goddamn I mean, XCOM. It depends on your things. Like, you're finishing someone, but you didn't kill them. So sometimes that's like, ends you're hidden. Do you Maybe. I don't know. That's yeah, why your power. I think because of the sniper rifle and the grenade, we can stay. You're kind of still hidden. Okay. And because I would like to go, I would like to roll to finish uh, Peter. Well, you're going to need to get advantage of him, and Peter is... You do not have advantage uh, on Peter, like, naturally for being better than him, because he's your equal. So you're going to have to find out a way to get advantage on him. Do you have that elven cloaking device power? I do. I haven't used it yet, but I, I, was, I wasn't sure if being hidden would count, but if I have to use that, then I will. Yeah, that's a little bit better than being, like, you know... Uh, what was the word I'm looking for? Hidden by convenience, as opposed to actively hidden for murder. Yeah. All right, in that case, I, I will turn on my predator... I will turn on my predator cloak. Well, is that the move you're using against me? So pay the price. Yeah, your elven sorcery is a move. Oh, okay. Uh, Straight up, you get your elven sorcery from the move, elven sorcery, and that's that's using a move against Petey. Yeah. Uh, I'll just take it. All right. All right. So the screens can't find you anymore, so they're all situated on Stitch, who's about to be overrun by crab people. Uh, and are you visible, uh, Peter? Like Void? I mean, probably the elf would be able to find me. You know, find his mark. That, find 
I just meant that the camera is like, tr- is, are the cameras tracking you? Or are you that unhidden? Or are you hidden enough that the cameras can't? So all anyone can see is Stitch and the zombies. I mean, probably I'm <laughs> visible when, you know, some like blasters f- fly by or whatever. So I'm just lit up by some incidental light and, you know, normally I'm just in the darkness. So nice. Like, you're doing the Slender Man thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to try to roll to finish you with Grace because I believe that's how the move works. Yeah. I'm going to spend one ammo and try to. Or we know. So enemy at the gates, my move says when I'm hidden from my target and wield a ranged weapon, I can spend an ammo to finish them with grace, which means I don't need advantage. I just have to be hidden. So did I need to use the cloak? Um, you, you weren't hidden from me, I guess. Then yeah, you weren't you weren't hidden from Peter. You, he he was aware of where you were. I was just saying for the purpose of like mooks and people who aren't trained killers, which zombies and crab monsters are not. They're just monsters. All right. Well, in that case, I will be spending an ammo and attempting to finish him with grace. Put him down. That is the goal. And I get hmm. to roll with hope because you're still my nemesis. Do it. Your worth, your worth is determined by your sacrifices. Pay your prices. Uh, Thirteen. <laughs> okay, so with grace, what was that? Uh, outsmart, uh, terrify, or overwhelm them. They admit defeat and will not willingly challenge you again. Like you admit defeat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I know what that does. Sorry. So, what did you want from that? Uh, no, I said I know. I just know it. It, it like basically. You take a shot like directly in the chest uh, from a slug thrower. Okay, tap out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, since you've also been uh, well uh, violent and, towards and I, me, then I'll just you know look at you first and give you the spare for whenever you're looking uh, well acting around me for you know. Well. I get to stay hidden. Because I rolled 10 plus, so I don't know if that would stop you from doing that. Well, I guess I'll turn menacing anyway. And, you know, that's a well, capital response coming your way. But I'm still uh, tapping out of this game. I guess yeah. well, you're t- here. Go on. So how, why it's do you need to make a cut against me? It's a move Peter has as the nemesis. It's one of his powers. Yeah. Which, okay. But because he's backing down and breaking his code, he can't make cuts anymore. Uh, is that true, Peter? If you break your code, you take damage and cannot make cuts for the rest of the session. Mm. Yeah, never back down. Okay, so the question is, does that activate first or after? I don't oh. know, that's why I'm Okay, the hero oh. just beat the villain, so it seems a little much to punish them for it. Right? Oh. I guess. In this specific situation, it seems a bit munch. It seems like Mandalorian definitively ended this. It didn't seem like it was like a bare-knuckle brawl. Maybe if it was a bare-knuckle brawl and he almost died, you could be like, and I cut you with despair. And you're like, ah, yeah, that's true. I almost fucked this up. <laughs> what uh, what move is it? Well, for uh, me, it's an unbound fool that I can... Uh, when someone takes a hotel or the civil action against you, I might respond with a cut. Uh, it says immediately. Yeah. So no, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you you get your cut, and that cut is vile deceiver, right? Or is it unspeakable horror? Uh, sadistic horror. Sadistic horror. So yeah, he's allowed to do the despair, but it still happens to you. Yeah. yeah. So, so so what what exactly happens to me? You uh, have despair. You have despair whenever you're in the scene with me. Gotcha. But yeah, I tap out, and I guess our team forfeits this match. Then. I think you. Ju- I think you personally just leave, and whatever goons you want to live go with you. 
Sure. I think I think that's what happens. What are they going to do? Stop you? Sure thing. So I guess I'll go bring it back to life if I don't shoot him. <laughs> don't worry, I get to like bring you back afterwards. So I guess I'll leave my undead horrors and yeah, the crabs. Why not? And leave with the true warrior. Sure. Yeah, works for me. Uh, you guys give up. Um, the match ends. You guys get rewarded for your victory. I'll give you both a precious. I have two now. Bah, 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 bah. Hey. Everyone's cheering and hanging out with you, and then you get the call from your buddy that the elevator's here. You guys gotta, you guys gotta do a thing. Yep. Do they take, do they take my lightning gun yes. back? Aww. <laughs> but I earned this with my own suffering. <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, you I'm can take stay. it outside, but it won't fire. Not until I use a useful item to make it fire. <laughs> it's, just, it's just built to use the tech in the arena, so you'd have to like rip some of the tech of the arena and yeah. stuff, which you could do. I'm not saying you can't. Fucking do whatever you want. Do it if you will with the whole cloth of the law. Don't be a cop. As you guys approach the elevator and I see your condition, I'm like, what happened to you two? We I, won. I, I'm pretty much fine. <laughs> Actually, I, I am too. I, I took one armor damage. Yeah, but you were definitely dinged up and shit because there were people going after you with baseball bats and ropes. I mean, I, I put on like a show for mm-hmm. them, but you know, it's, it, I'm used to it. You're all yeah. like, life day, woo! Life day, I got to see another one. All right, so you're at, what did I say? Infiltration has happened. Now you're down to locate. So, elevator takes you down. You're now in the sorceress lair of Maul. It's, um, okay, the corridors are big enough for five people standing side by side to comfortably walk down. Um, there are corridors that twist and turn at irregular intervals and connect with other corridors. There are droids constantly flying by doing sensor scans at all times, and they're always probe droids, always making that sound. Um, there are doors that sometimes you open them and they go nowhere. They're just dead ends. Uh, there are turrets mounted to the wall. Some of them are fake. Some of them are real. This place is a bit weird. There's also like dead drops, but some of the dead drops are necessary to fall down on onto like mattresses and then like take the stairs, take like a, a, a ladder up to get out later. Uh, that's what this place is like. So in this place, you have to find Gorgon the Hutt's beloved son, Chevron Laser React. All right. Let me look at my stuff. So uh, there are three major concerns. Finding him, avoiding detection, um, and doing it quick enough before Maul shows up. Because I guess Maul might be on the way. Seems reasonable, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, is there any kind of like a map that we can find? No. Nope. Like, like, Maul killed anyone who in- had a map. Can, of course he did. <laughs> uh, there are probe droids said going around, and probe droids would have a short-term memory so it's the history of where they went. That's right. The probe droids specifically oh. have a have a map of their own route, uh, and then every after every like session, they memory wipe them and put them on a different route. Could yeah, we? Uh, we can could I speak to... softly to one of the probe droids? Okay. So what's what's your pitch to the probe droid? Then you're gonna walk and be like, "Hey, buddy, we're buddies. Look, I'm part of. I. I. Oh my god." You're like, hey, look, it's me, Stitch. I'm part of the Spider and Snake Alliance. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. 
I belong yeah, to this guy. Okay, so you walk up, and like the pro droid comes up, and it's like intruder detected, and you're like, "No, I'm not an intruder. I work here." Scanning, Dummy, and like scans uh, you. Void within, without droid detected. Hello, Stitch. Hello. <laughs> I I need to know where the prisoners are. Void told me so. Oh, uh, speak softly. All right. Speak softly. Erase the bond. Okay, just double checking all my moves. Uh, and that's, uh, 9, 10, 11. All right, speaking softly. So, buh, 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 you get full you get to take full advantage of that move. Let's... I also, I form a bond with him, if sure, that matters. Sure, form a bond with him. You have a probe droid. You can call him whatever you want. He's a probe droid from Star Wars, like the cool droids, the Empire droids. Those well, cool he's guys. a companion. You're a squire. Nope. Is, uh, is this the from it on the Frim Fram one? Yeah, yeah, those guys. Like the cool probe droids from Star Wars. That's what they are. So speak softly, ask three questions from the list. Is that what's happening here? Uh, yeah, like, uh, just uh, where are they? Uh, what? What's the f easiest way out of here? You know, just asking for a friend. And um, I don't really have a third question yet. So let's go with those two first. All right. He tells you that he doesn't know where the prisoners are because they memory wipe them after every shift. You know that. They memory wipe you all the time, I think. They do. Right? <laughs> every day is a brand new day and the first day of my life. Ha 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 We do that for an uncomfortable <laughs> right? But I have, but what I can tell you is that my brother who's down at that intersection who passes by every 13.62 seconds might know because he goes by doors that might not be fake because he once mentioned that doors sometimes aren't fake, but all the doors on my route are fake, which means he's on a route where doors aren't fake. That's really helpful. <laughs> Thanks brother. Anyone way out? <laughs> Dying yeah. or going to sleep, powering down. It's the easiest way out. Then you don't remember. You know that's not what I mean. I just, <laughs> clunks it. Well, he just looks around. I only know this route. There's no elevator or anything. All the doors are fake. Like, he goes over to a door and opens it, and it's a door, and it has, like, a Claymore mine on it that he disarmed, and then he, like, recloses it and rearms the mine. You know, it's just it's just a hor corridor of doors. Uh, my goodness. Oh, boy. You better run, though. I hear a bunch of, I hear a bunch of guards and children approaching from that corner. All right, let's go. If you guys stick around, just try to peek over the corner. A bunch of guards, some of them facing forward, some backwards, all with their arms linked, holding hands, walk around the corner with a child in the middle with a whistle, ready to blow the whistle at the, any fucking second. <laughs> uh... Maul has the shit down. <laughs> I'll ask if it can uh, pretend... <laughs> Can you do me a favor? Forget that we were here. Okay. We're good at that. Okay, bye. And you drive Thanks, off. Thanks, buddy. All um, right. You go down another hall. Uh, what's your next move, gang? Maybe not Stitch this time. Yeah, so do we know vaguely where we need to go? Even if not specifically? Not at all. Great. Uh, oh, wait. All right. So I take out my can of nanos nanobots. Not actually nano, but Little still. spider bots. And I, exactly. I open it up and I'm like, hey, you, can, can you come out here? All right, so they spread on out and, and they're all listening to you on their little tiny spider legs. Uh, good boy, good boy, good boy. Okay. 
So you, I we are lost in this maze of traps and probe droids everywhere and guards with surrounding little kids with whistles. It's a nightmare. Can you go try and f- find us a route to some prisoners? They nod. All you gotta do is spend bonds of servitude. Yep, I will damage the swarm bond as it goes out to look. They for... will spread out and report back. So the threat coming your way is a bunch of guards are coming around the corner with a child ready to blow his whistle. What do you guys do? Some of these doors are real. If you can avoid this, you'll get the info you need. Um, let me see. What have I got in the tank? We'll go with. Damn it, maybe I should take the sleep spell. Oh well. The sleep spell is not bad. And it nah. would have actually worked really well here. Yeah. Um I wonder if I could use um somebody helpful arrives to summon void now that he can't take cuts it, against do us. It. Is, to, does that to count as helpful? To make, up, <laughs> to make up the redeemed so that then we actually have a boss with us. <laughs> yeah, he, no, do it. That's that's amazing. Peter gets to play the redeemed. Ooh, wee, let me flip my playbook. Did, did you already did you already write out your rem, your redeemed playbook? Peter? Yeah, I have it on my own doc. Yeah. Thank thank the sweet Mother Mary that you didn't think that you'd ever be redeemed because it hasn't come up yet. <laughs> I mean, I was technically redeemed for one session when we were working. But together. you weren't playing like the redeemed. You kept cutting us. So, so I was playing like around there. I think uh, there was some small mechanical differences, but it was mostly the same. Yeah. So one of the doors you're standing beside opens and voids there, and uh, and he's and voids like. So why are you here? Hello, boss. I'm just doing that thing you told us to do. Oh yeah, call me whenever something happens. Yeah. <laughs> call me whenever something happens. <laughs> I mean, most of the time it doesn't work, yeah, but I... this time, this time you've you know, really had it. Here, have a gold star. Pink. I will cherish this forever. Well, I'll I'll cherish this until my next memory wipe. There we go. What were you saying, other guy? Kes isn't saying anything, and he still has his helmet on, but uh, he looks smug. I'm going to just ask the question. Void, when has Stitch been working for you? How long has Stitch been working for you? I mean, he's my droid. Everyone terse, look at Stitch. When did that happen? I remember fixing him up from scrap. Well, he was my droid before then, you know. You didn't change the registry when you fixed him? I'm pretty sure I did. I was drunk when I was fixing him. You then take a, I mean, you take a close look at Stitch's memory banks right now while you're like kind of just talking. He has a redundant one. Oh. You're like, oh shit, I didn't think battle droids would have that because battle droids are worth literally less than the gun they're assigned. Uh, and that's actually a pretty pricey droid augment to put in. A backup like memory bank that'll like overwrite itself when you try to reprogram it. It helps you remember the na- all the names of the people who I've convinced myself that they love me. <laughs> anyway, those those kids are coming around. That kid with the whistle's coming around the corner. Void, you want to help us? Like, even someone helps so. <laughs> huh. How lit up is this room? Um, it's not like super lit up. Like it's not like it's a blinding white light everywhere because you know Mall has aesthetic. <laughs> hmm. Well, if you guys can cut the light, I think I can take care of the kid. <laughs> oh, I, I just I just figured that you work here. I mean, I work here. You guys don't. <laughs> well, should I? 
I mean, we obviously do. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here. Should I take you <laughs> into the rest of the Mandalorians? I mean, that is, that, that is our prisoners, goal. Prisoners? Question mark? Or are you going to help us? I mean, we need to have some cover story, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, so you guys quickly put your hands behind your back as the guards come around the corner. Okay, the kid yeah. sees you and starts I blowing the whistle, I and all the guards turn around and point guns. Like, everyone's pointing guns. And they're like, what's going on? What's going on? Something's happening. Get ready to shoot. Get ready to shoot and not start shooting. <laughs> We're here. Why are you... Go. Go ahead, go ahead. So, uh, since I have dark authority, which means that I still yeah. have to prove my cruel master's minions until yes, the framework takes it away from me, I say, oh, I'm here to transport some more new prisoners to their cells. All right, the kid walks up to you. He looks around, goes into his satchel, and he pulls out a tiny little, like, uh, baby pork chick. Eat this pork chick, or we open fire. I eat it. He's good. And then the kid walks back to the guards and they go back on their route. It's a bit crunchy. What? Oh my god. What was that? <laughs> what was it like a prove your evil yeah. thing? Yeah. <laughs> also like make them eat a kitten. Ooh, they have kittens here. <laughs> Look, Maul, Maul has this nailed down, guys. If you guys were any other adventurers, you'd be fucked. <laughs> He gave an eight-year-old a whistle and a bag of stuff to be like, okay, if some guy comes in saying he secretly works and is just transporting the prisoners, make them eat a kitten in front of you. And if he does, it means that they're actually still working for us and we're all good to go. And they're just like, hey, kid, you want some money? Let me give him a precious thing to forge a bond. Yeah. Yeah. That would work, too. Uh, but, okay. Crisis averted, I guess. Yeah, all right. There you go. Peter ate the kitten. <laughs> God. I mean, do you, get, do, you all, do you want me to do that? Do you want me to start forging bonds with this kid so that as soon as I change playbooks, I just have a companion working? I mean, yeah, forge a bond with him. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh... The, the, you're doing an excellent job there. Thanks, you're a cool <laughs> battle droid. Is it true you guys need oh, to kill clones? I don't know. My memory's been wiped several times I, I bet war, you, but I bet probably. you killed so many clones. Fuck democracy. And then he walks off. You forged a bond with him. <laughs> <laughs> the bond has to be called democracy. It, it is. Uh, 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 so, uh, I guess we start heading to the south. <laughs> Alright, so you go through the whole maze and bypass that entire part of Locate because Peter showed up as the nemesis. Which is great, I love that. It cuts down so much work for me. Uh, and yeah, you're brought to the holding cell. The door opens. It is a large warehouse room stacked um, from the floor to the wall with cargo containers that you can see if they're open, full of fossilized demon blood meteors. And there's an assembly line in the middle where people are taking, like, rocks and, like, cutting them up, like, adding fossilized animal remains to them and, like, painting them and, like, putting them in the bin. <laughs> and you can see that they're all in, like, a chain game, like, with, like, their legs and arms and necks, like, chained together and they're all working. And there's a droid there, like one of those accountant droids, just like ch checking stuff off. Please make sure to transport that to Steelhead. We have to put it through the artifact seller to get our next payment. Make sure that goes to the Dathomir Witch Reclamation Association. They want an extra gross for their, air quotes, sorcery. Is there any other form of guards in here? Yeah, there's like a bunch of battle droids, destroyer droids, droidecca. Oh. A, a, a group you know, of them. Weird. No, a 
Yeah, yeah, a, a gang of them, thirty of yeah. them, thirty destroyer droids, all of their shields up, all of their guns out, with like a auxiliary generators plugged into so their shields don't burn out. All like walking around, aiming, looking around, waiting. This probably they're probably in like trios, where it's like two of them looking at the door, and then one of them looking behind the other two to watch. Yeah, and like they're all overlapping their shields. So you can't just roll a shield in because if you roll it in slightly into one, it'll bounce off the other. <laughs> Because I have that thing here where I get like extra goons. So if it's a group, it's a gang. If it's a gang, it's an army. Yeah, so like, uh, to <laughs> Boom 93 sees those is like, you know, I don't see this very often, but those guys are familiar. <laughs> anyway, you walk on into the chain game they, assembly one, line. One of, one of them must have loved me once. And yeah, the, the, the account droid will, will see you guys and walk on over. What is happening here? Are you not... Are We we do not have extra prisoners coming in. Well, you know, we've located some more Mandalorians, so we figured might as well add them to the Gormambosa factory. Okay, take them to Camp 4 for processing. Okay. Do we... Sorry, do we see any people we're here for yeah, here? Yeah, the, the Wampa. He's right there making... Making fake uh, fossilized demon blood because fossilized demon blood is fake. All right, I, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll, I'll nudge Void. Tell him to remand that prisoner to your custody. Well, aren't you here for the Mandalorians? Yeah, but the Man- but we also need Mandalorian. Well, okay, we don't see the Mandalorians in here. I mean, they're at Camp Four for process. We need that, we need that guy too. What for? Camp four. I will tell you later. I hold up one of my bags of money. <laughs> <laughs> Your credit doesn't work over here. Okay. Uh, we'll need- please. So he just says, "Please." Uh, we'll need the that prisoner as well with us. Okay. They just, they just release him. Are you accepting my bribe, or are you just doing it out of the goodness of your heart? <laughs> well, you ask politely. <laughs> and okay. then... Go on. And that's it. They just, they just keep on making fossilized demon blood. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna leave. Make sure to load up that barrel. We need to seed them on worlds for Steelhead's minions to find. We're just noting all of the, all, everything we're hearing right now down to memory. Might be useful later. I'm putting that in my redundant memory bank, just like that. <laughs> yeah, out, out of character, Darth Maul isn't looking for fossilized demon blood because that's a fake thing he made up. He makes it out of garbage, and then he has third-party people okay to him sell it. But then he acts like he really needs it, so Steelhead will pay a lot of money to collectors to buy it, so he can buy up all the fossilized demon blood in the galaxy, which funds Maul, and then he tries to trade them all for favors, and Maul's like, oh, my one weakness! And now Steelhead thinks Maul has, like, a weakness, because he's bad at sorcery, which he is. But fossilized demon blood's not helping. <laughs> he just found a roundabout way to scam his enemies. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how, how did that meteor on Hoth come into play He there? had it placed it's... there before anyone went there. Uh, awesome. Okay. He was play-acting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> What if that was an actual demon blood? He was like, oh shit, someone actually found something. No, that's just a fake thing he made up because he's a sorcerer. Uh, well, we came up with an angel in that other game. 
Yeah, and when he finds that angel body, he'll plant some fossilized demon blood there to make it look suspicious. He'll even put a hole in the ceiling. Fun. Uh, great. Excellent. Like, he's a witch, guys. He's, yeah? He's not very good at it, but he's better than you guys are. And he used to be a Sith Lord. He knows some tricks. Like, like how to make rocks glow really ominously, like the color out of space. He just, like, drives them through a black hole's event horizon so they pick up that color. Before you find it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's all he does. He's a he's a monster. He really is. This is his scam. This is how he makes his money. Uh, the camp four. Yeah. Okay, so you guys go down to camp four. Uh, oh yeah, that Wampa guy's like, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna be taken alive. I'd rather die. When my mommy finds out about this, you're in trouble. The second we are out of view of the uh, the fucking accountant droid and all the stuff in there, I just like click off. You know, we we take off the handcuffs or whatever. I mean, if you want to die, that could be arranged. It's it's fine. <laughs> Your mother's very worried uh, about you. Mommy sent people. She's... Yay! Yes, I don't want to do manual labor anymore. I want to watch every hollow vid I have back to back on Spice, and then I want to drink a bunch, and then I want to go partying, and then I want to go laser tagging. Oh, that sounds awesome. We we yeah. won our last match. I, I like waved the lightning gun. Thank <laughs> you, kid. Oh, you got the lightning gun? That's so wizard. I know. <laughs> I turned to Kess. He was the one that was in charge of the crime, right? Yeah. Yeah, apparently so. So I don't know if this is more about Gorgon or about the situation. You could ask him. Yeah. I, so, uh, I speak softly. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> bonds. <laughs> uh, and you're walking and talking. Oh, there it is. Okay. What's this kid's or this guy's name again? Uh, uh, Chevron Laser React. I uh, think I put it in his crap notes under season one finale. There it is. All right. I specifically, I'm just rolling to do the thing just to get a free bond. But like, you can ask whatever questions you want to. It's a wait a second. If we're doing it together, I can roll with hope. Delicious, sure. delicious hope. It's a good thing, too. That's an 11. <laughs> Alright, wait. All right, no, that's speak softly. 13. Whatever you want to ask or prompt from him, go for it. Yeah, so go ahead. Ask your thing. <laughs> Alright, uh, so Chevron, you're in charge of crime uh, for Gorgon? on this Yeah, planet? I'm a crime lord. What sort of crime do you usually do? All of it. Like, all the crime I do. That's me. I, I do all the crime with my like for, for my mommy. She does the god stuff. I do crime stuff. She's the malevolent god of the Pantheon, and I'm her crime lord's son. I do crime. You know, like, I've done crime on this planet my entire life. There's just so much crime I've been doing. Now, name a crime. Name one crime. I do that. I'm in charge of that uh, in this province. Prostitution. If you're doing that, I get money. That's not a crime here. Yeah, that's stupid. No, Uh, prostitution's not a crime. Even okay, I know we do that. crime outside of the planet where it is because I don't know the Republic, the, the Empire sucks. But like, I get money for it. Uh, okay, okay. Like you do, like I obviously drug dealing with the spice. But yeah, yeah, all sorts of spice. People don't like spice leaving the planet, and uh, when it does, I make a cut of it. 
how uh, so the spiders and snakes kidnapped you to leverage yeah they want to they want to use me to like leverage my buds we go and hang out all the time doing crime because we're crime lords when our parents are being gods and they were going to try and buy up all the soldier contracts and the bounty hunter contracts for the entire planet basically and have them under them and that sucks yeah it does suck (laughs) you know what would be wizard taking it back or doing it back to them oh yeah these guys suck i hate them you say they're walking right next to down. Void. Yeah, they're a bunch of real slimos. Says <laughs> <gasps> uh, <laughs> the word. <laughs> well, someone reminds me of my purpose. I, you know, get to betray you guys, but I don't think that happened. Right. Anyway, uh, yeah, you we're... guys walk to Camp Four now that you know everything you need to know about him, and you can forge bonds with him because he thinks you guys are pretty wizard. He wants to totally do like beer and energy drinks and spice with you guys later we are breaking him out of jail yeah that's great yeah i don't like this jail it's not like hut jail it's not furnished and they made me do work i'm gonna i'm gonna give him a precious thing to also forge a bond so i now have you did it what did you give him that's precious uh the my winnings from the thing like yeah look i I got this pilot tokens i love games he puts it in his bandolier his wookie bandolier that he has just to make sure I'm getting ready, Chevron laser react. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my mommy named me after the actor. She says I'm just as handsome as he is. You are. <laughs> Remember, he's a wampa, like the thing that fucked up Luke's face. Not a motorcycle. <laughs> the bigger furling. The bigger, bigger furling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Do you have any spice on you? I'm gonna. I, I don't. Aww. Sorry. I mean, one of my stuff could be considered. What would spice it's drugs? Be? It's called spice. It's a drug. <laughs> it's precious. Something that gives you vigor, perhaps. That too. Do you? Do you need Bacta to heal? No, I need spice to feel good about myself more than I already do at all times. We'll find some of that when we get out of here. Okay. Yeah. Hey, who's that big clone you got with you, like over your shoulder? Forgot me. You just waited the whole time, but as you were speaking, you're a big guy. You want to work for a crime lord? And then he has like, not no. I, I like the idea of being around bigger people. And you're walking. Anyway, Camp Four is like the sorcery lair where like the Mandalorians are on like those things where they like, like tie your arms and legs and like they spin you in like a spinning thing and they're spinning the Mandalorians right now. You know what I mean, right? Like they, they like it's like your your arms and legs are like on a crucifix and it's like in a big like ring thing and they spin you over and over again. It's like one of those things that like a circus though where they're throwing knives at the. No, no, no. That's like a spinning wheel. This is like a centrifuge, like a gyroscope. Oh, oh, that's like, much- like what Drago was in in Rocky when they were showing that Russian science would beat uh, homegrown American heroes because those fucking movies. Yep, I mean it. It did work. Anyway, they're uh, they're spinning, and there's like guards <laughs> and soldiers in here, and like like soldiers with guns ready to pounce. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, I guess we're probably going to go fight now because I don't think we can it's darkly lit in the sorcery lair <laughs> it, it doesn't seem like we can bluff our way past these men can i we? mean if y'all want to try. i can talk sense <laughs> if you want to try i'll uh 
<laughs> what if he gave me the system to speak softly to one first to get a bond and then talk sense in order to have something precious to then offer them? <laughs> Christ. You're right, your bonds are precious. <laughs> they oh are. Alright, so yeah, there's one standing nearby that you can isolate from the group as you guys walk in. They're not quite paying attention to you yet because you're all in cuffs and led by Void Within Without, <clears> one of the parts of the Alliance. Ah, oh, gosh. I'm very tired, so my ability to roleplay is <laughs> slipping. Oh, I could do this all night now uh, that I've started. <laughs> so you I've been doing this. The- uh, you say this is a group of soldiers, or a oh, gang? Uh, it'd be a gang. Like uh, I want to say there's an army, but I'd be cruel. I can though. I'm legally yeah. allowed to say there's an army there because of the the, the moves that I have access to for the location. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, no, a gang. There's a gang of like trained elite soldiers. All right. So, it's, oh, man, man, I'm very tired. Um, so, what's going on? What's the problem? I, I turn to Void. Uh, Let's. Get, uh, can you get this Mandalorians free, or do we have to deal with the guards? And I... yeah, that might be a tall order to get yeah. them. There's so many of them. Why don't we call Marl in time, though? We can negotiate with him. Because I think the Mandalorians were Steelhead's thing, not his. I'd rather avoid having to deal with Maul right at the moment, if possible. The dude's a beast. You want to call Maul in to talk to him? I mean, what? Doesn't Maul like you guys? Did you cross him? I don't know that he dislikes us, but that's more out of a sense of apathy than anything else. This would be easier to do if we didn't have to ask permission. I mean, you know... You know what they say about forgiveness? It's easier than permission. Whether to beg forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we want to wrap it like simpler maybe within a fight. And maybe we should call Mo and have that to be final confrontation. We're trying to convince him to, you know, free your people or something. Hmm. You think that would be a good resolution to this? Se- session, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, I, if, I you, do... if you can spirit the Wampa out of sight so he doesn't realize you're about to fuck up the entire Empire's plan, yes. Okay, yeah, I can. Oh, if I if I, if it is something is an option, I'm I'm gonna. Can I burn? Um, I have my companion Mesla, the Elven Shadow here. Can I burn her untraceable to like have her spirit him out of sight? Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, I'm just gonna do that. So I have luck of the Uh-oh. devil. Could what does I... that mean? Could, to, com... It says completely escape. Harm unscathed. Would that affect the group? No, like, we're like, all right, we got the Mandalorians. You. Is that a move or a thing? And now we leave. It's yeah, my gear. You. You're a little scam. Yeah, okay. And I killed scratches too. See, it's usually <laughs> one pass, so he escapes. Or something. I don't even you know, trust me. I could give it to them and then follow them. <laughs> Anyway, the Wampa Uh-oh. has been taken care of. You successfully defeated the Overlord's plan by dint yeah. of the Nemesis and you guys working together for once in your goddamn lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're going to call them all. You're just going to call them all. You're, you're just going to call them. Yep. I mean, we can do a hollow call instead of like walking See, it's Maul's on scene because he has teleportation powers because of the Spider and Snake Alliance. Does, does, Maul, does Maul know that I'm your informant? Um, well, you tell me, Peter. <laughs> I mean, you can always explain everything here. There's some people that don't want to talk with you, Maul. All right, Darth Maul walks in. 
I say Darth Maul because you can, you know, put in your heads what just happened, what just came on in. So he walks <laughs> in with his droid legs, his hands behind his back, uh, his troopers like all uh, down on their hands and knees with their foreheads touching the ground. I just, I just do that. Like it's programmed. It's, it's just a thing. Well, well, my apprentice, what do we have here? We have some group of people that would like to do business with you for the safety of those Mandalorians over here. Well, I'm an honorable and true ruler, and I'll always listen to my subjects. He gestures over to uh, Kess when they beseech their one true king. So, of course. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, oh, great and mighty. Ma- Maul can definitely feel, because it's not. Is, is, Notably quiet, but Maul can feel the, like, you know, blind rage feeling off of him right now. <laughs> mm, yes, feed me more. Right. I cherish this. You were saying, Lamb. So, uh, great and mighty Maul, uh, we come here to beseech for you, to you for the freedom of these Mandalorians who are unjustly taken uh, from Hoth separated cruelly from their people under the machinations of Steelhead? Good guess, Maul says. That's an A-plus guess right there. He walks over to one of the spinning like gyroscopes and like, gives it another twirl with one of the Mandalorians in it. Well, I suppose I could give them up for a price. I will literally take one of the bags of, of tokens, the precious thing that you've given us, and toss it at his feet. He's like, no, 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 no. I need something I want. Don't suggest demon blood. Don't suggest demon blood. <laughs> I, I wait for him to monologue. Give us an example because he, he he's going to keep talking. I know this. Uh, he's like he's like, look, I could take or leave it. Just uh, huh? what do you got for me? It'll uh, be funny, I say, as I talk sense. I. Uh, I know the like. I have information about people. If you're looking for someone specific, he turns. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> that's his one thing. Tell me, Kaminoan, what do you know about Clone War era generals? I contacted several of them. Can I have a specific name? There was a Jedi, a few of them, but any one of them would make an excellent reunion. You know, a, a Skywalker or a Krell or a Kenobi. Any of those? I, I take out my tablet when I access my log of hacked information where I know the names and faces of your prey, have you, have you, including their sins and their work. Have you ever hunted Obi-Wan Kenobi? Because he has no sins. Not no, not Obi Wan Kenobi. No, <laughs> but, bad in his life. I mean, yeah. Skywalker did an awful lot of terrorism and war crimes during that. He rolled war. his eyes. <laughs> Kenobi's the Kenobi's the one who signed for the uh, release of the troops. Which troops? Uh, yeah, no, the Clone Wars. Yeah, oh, he, he's the one who he found the clones of Camino. Yeah, they were like, "These are your clones, right?" Yeah, he's like, that's why. I'm yeah, here. they're like, "Cool, sign here." And he's like, cool, General Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, 
He's uh, like, he's looking over some of the data you got. Scrolling through the Rolodex. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you, could, you could probably just command lore and be like, no, we all know who that yeah, guy is. Yeah, the Kaminoans all know who Obi-Wan Kenobi is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I know. I, I know. I'm familiar with all those Obi- games. Including Obi-Wan Crown. Kenobi is famous for two things. The whole Clone Wars clone troop thing among the Kaminoans. And famous among everyone for being on Mandalore when he fought off Maul and, like, drove him off that first time, I think. No, he was never driven off Mandalore. Obi-Wan had to escape. Obi-Wan, fa- Obi-Wan is the Jedi that failed to save uh, Queen Satine's life from Maul murdering her. He's the dude that's the reason your entire uh, civilization fell twice. Yeah, huh? Also, Maul. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, he, is, he is famous for cutting Maul and for killing the Sith Lord Darth Maul. That did come out. No, no. Maul is also one of the people who's responsible for my civilization falling twice. Ah, my dear sweet warrior. But wasn't it really more Kenobi's fault for allowing evil to take over when he was right there and could have stayed my dark saber blade? Do you have what you want? Well, I'll tell you what, you Mandalorians, some of your chapters have what's called a hero quest, a sort of inviolable cultural bond promise nonsense thing. Why don't you and I engage in a hero quest pact? We'll recreate some ridiculous story from your history where two sides join together briefly to get what each other wants. You agree on whatever your culture has, your name, your honor, your family, your honor, blah, 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 to do me a solid. And I'll just let you have these Mandalorians. I'm a generous king. What sort of favor do you want? I'll release two of these people to you now. And the third, upon your delivery of one General Kenobi. You know, this guy's in Mayday Range. <laughs> yeah, should we try and just strike him down? That right would now? be a terrible idea. I'm just saying. <laughs> it would. It probably would. We're surrounded by time. so many goons. I'm mean, so great. Do it. What? What could what could Devin do? He doesn't have a move to kill us. It, we're it's, invincible. It's, it's all on you, Void. If you side with us, we can do it. If you don't, then we, we're we can. Ta- I could take you all out, which means you guys get taken out of the scene, which means you guys wake up in jail, and it's uh, the beginning of most Elder Scroll games. <laughs> if, 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 I think it's all good. for anyone who wasn't like you know partially responsible for the fall of Mandalore and also a sorcerer who I hate. I would probably say no. But Kess just kind of slowly nods. He puts out his hand to grab your van brace, and you grab his so you're not holding weapons, even though your van brace is a weapon. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. He's like, deal. Pick your they- two favorites. Uh, so who are the ones that we haven't gotten yet? The Scald, the Librarian, and uh, the Heavy. Ask them which one wants to stay behind. Yeah, basically. Uh, no, 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 no. That wasn't the deal. You pick your two favorites. You're playing Kess choice. Kess will probably choose the Scald and the Librarian because he figures the Heavy can probably hold hold out. It's a good guess. The Heavy's pretty tough. 
Yeah. All nods. He's like, take him off. Take our honored guest off of this machine. We, we won't use sorcery on him. We'll we give him guest quarters. And oh, son. He just nods his head crowned with uh, horns and uh, uh, get out of my house. As uh, as we leave, I'm going to, Kessa's going to turn, stare him right in the face, and I'm going to spend my the faces of those two are wrong. <laughs> need to prepare him another nemesis of five. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Maul. Maul, the fallen king of Mandalore. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, so, scene swipe. Those Mandalorians are going to be on a ship taken somewhere. We'll get to them. But scene swipe to Gorgon's Gorgon the Hutt's uh, palace. Oh, yeah. Uh... Chevron Laser React is there on like a little throne next to his mom, and she's like, "Yes, yes, you brought my son back to me." I can't remember the voice. I'm possible. Big and pompous. Oh, 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 oh! I shall reward you. You will get exactly what you deserve. And she moves her hand over a button that says "Death Pit" over to reward. Reward pit. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are dropped into a pit full of tokens and may take two precious each worth. Nice. Hey. So this include the two precious I already have and haven't spent. Yes. <laughs> okay, I have a lot of precious now. Yeah, for buying friends. I do wonder if I could have. I do wonder if I could have stayed behind since I'm like technically employed there. Uh, you will also form fellowship with Gorgon the Hut and her uh, God Family Crime Family Empire. Yeah, and if you take a rebellion move, this becomes a new base for the rebellion. We will probably be doing that in downtown. Yeah, I'll pitch it, and we'll figure it out for next season because this is the season finale. You guys square yeah. up against Maul. Maul seems to be your guy. You know what? You guys met Maul, Tora, and Avoid With Him Without. You guys met like all of them and hung out with them. Yep. Until we get number four and Steelhead. Yeah. Could we uh, forge on with Whoever Maul? suggested Kenobi can forge a bond with um, I have what he wants. Yeah, that would be me. Because you, you fucking did it. He was all like, I don't have any weaknesses. I'm above this all. And he was just like, wait, what? What was that? What was that last bit? <laughs> what? Mm. If he was the overlord, he would literally, the first custom I take would be who told you that for his weakness? Because his weakness would be something stupid like fossilized demon blood. And he's like, what? It's just rocks I spray paint. <laughs> And throwing garbage dumpsters. And you're like, and it's like his real weakness is Obi-Wan Kenobi and knowing where he is. I, I once thought this game out as if he was the overlord and he was trying to recruit you guys constantly. And once Palpatine showed up, he would just join your group as the Empire would take over. He'd be like, we're all friends now. And you're like, go away. I'm begging you, Satan Grandpa. Go away. Wait, I just realized this game is taking place leading up to episode four. It is. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. no! The, the Death Star and the destruction of Alderaan is coming. Like more importantly, it's going to happen soon. More importantly, we don't know where Kenobi's going. Yeah, yeah. We better you, hope he's still on Tatooine. Well, like if you get him to Obi Wan Kenobi early enough, Obi Wan kills him, and the timeline is preserved. That's what happens to him. Obi Wan kills him in a sword duel, like a, a fucking Iajitsu samurai one-stroke kill duel. Obi Wan will say like Obi Wan will be like you know when we first met, I was but a Jedi Knight, but now I am a master. Yeah, that's exactly what it'll be like. <laughs> if you strike me uh, down, I'll become more powerful. 
Yeah, so you guys will set up camp here. You'll return back to the Mandalorians. They'll, like, cheer you when you bring back their cultural leaders. Um, The Scald knows all about the Mandalorians' history with their ancient sorcerer enemies and has artifacts uh, from them. And the Librarian's basically the actual leader of the entire chapter. And it's hinted they might be Force-sensitive, but it's never really confirmed. (laughs) Because they're a Librarian from Warhammer 40k, which means they're a Psyker. That's why they're called a Librarian. Okay. Um, do you guys want to have any scenes with these guys before we move on to the last scene of the episode, or are we ready to wrap? It's getting kind of late, so... Yeah, so I think All right, so everyone's fun. cheering you, congratulating you. You guys are the biggest heroes in the world. You stopped this plan from, from happening. Like, you, you stopped it dead in its tracks. Um, they do not get the, the crime organization contracts for all criminals on uh, Narshada forever, so you won't face endless organization threats. Uh, you did it, and you made friends with uh, Gorgon the Hutt and her son, uh, and her son... <laughs> What a what a resounding victory! So, uh, Void and Maul, you are called back to uh, to Steelhead's uh, capital ship. Well, I guess we go there. Do you bring your robot? Do you bring your droid with you? You mean Stitch? Yeah. Well, do you want to be there, Stitch? Then yes. Okay, so you walk into the, the triple meeting room. Steelhead's there on his guillotine throne. His throne's like a guillotine that he can push someone's head down into and cut their head off because he's all about that shit and put a robot head on, blah, 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 blah. Uh, to re-describe his head, it is like triangular facing forward and has like multiple rows of eyes on it, like a spider that are irregular and shift up and down in like uh, uh, rail sockets, basically. Uh, and as you come in, he's like, ah, oh, my apprentice and my conspirator. How po- how delightful that you've both answered the call. And he, like, like Marl rolls his eyes and goes over to his spot when Tora, um, you can hear her coming down the hallway. Now, this is official business, my apprentice, so I'm going to have to ask you to leave, as we're about to re- welcome a new member in. And he, like, gestures for you to the moose. Huh. And Maul looks at you, gives you a knowing look, like, see, 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 see. I just nod to him, sigh, and just leave. The door slams open, and Tora's like, you fucking sit down. (laughs) Like, she's laughing, too. Like, she's just, like, giggling. You see her makeup's running because she's crying from laughing too much. And she's she's kind of, like, just, like, like, getting these, like, snorts and cackles. Like, like, like the woman from WandaVision, like, Agnes or whatever, with her cackle. (laughs) Like, you sit down. I I, I withdraw my... you know what? I vote that he gets to stay. So it's no longer a deadlock. I, I, I break the, the, the arbitration. He gets to stay. He gets to stay. He gets to stay. It's only fair. <laughs> it's only fair. And Maul looks visibly uncomfortable with this. This. This, this is a mess. <laughs> and Steelhead just looks to you. Well, my apprentice, perhaps I should rethink our relationship, seen as you might deserve a seat at the table. And Tor's just laughing at that, like pointing and laughing. <laughs> and she like she like grabs you and sits you down in her seat. She's like, no, I can't sit. If I sit, I'm gonna lose it. You you sit in my seat. This is fun. I sit comfortably. Steel, it's like, so I take it your venture to retrieve the Starkiller project went without a shut up. It's funny. It went without a hitch. It worked. We have him. Well, we have it. We have the Starkiller project. Unfortunately, I might have thought it out. My bad. I just couldn't help it. The tech was old. And Maul's like, I thought we agreed we'd talk about this before releasing the project. Whatever it may 
B. It's like, uh, oh, no, it didn't work out. Sorry, half man. My bad. What are you going to do? Fall down a pit? <laughs> I ask, uh, what? She like leans on you? What is it? Gets real close to your faceplate? Oh, it's my favorite thing in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, of which I am the only one of both. I present to you Steelhead's personal new protege, the new member of our group, the Starkiller Project. And like a figure walks in, in brown robes, their droid feet clicking against the metal, one gold and Beskar droid hand gleaming against the light, and their legs are made of Beskar and gold as well. A lightsaber at their hip, that's the Kylo Ren crossguard lightsaber, but it doesn't have a red blade to it. They walk forward, put their droid hand at their hood, and pull back their head, revealing General Skywalker, his mane of lion hair blowing in an unseen breeze as he stands their hands on his hips. Now, I hear you have a Sith Lord problem. Excuse me? And Steelhead, like, you can see his hands gripping the chair as Tora's just laughing. She, like, leans onto Stitch and, like, is using his support as she's just cackling. Just fucking cackling. Stitch joins her in laughing, but it's it's that same laugh that he was giving with the probe droid. (laughs) Maul is sitting on the ground, cross-legged in his space, not quite sure how to react to this, as Anakin fucking Skywalker walks in, uh, you know, ready to join up and fight the Sith. You got a, you got, and you know who he is, Pete, because you fought in the same war against him. <laughs> any, uh, any response? That's surprising. Ah, life's full of surprises. And Sith Lords, he snaps his fingers at uh, Maul and then at Uvoid, are kind of my speciality. I see. And we'll we'll star wipe away from that and end the season. Na 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 na. na. Uh, that was an right. Idea. Credits start rolling. There's a mid cred sequence where above Hoth, a Imperial Star Destroyer whoops in above, and like ships and droids start dropping, and a black cloaked figure starts walking through the snow to the signs of the battle, breathing heavily. And we cut. I was Devin. I was Adam. I was Jack. And Peter. I was Jonathan. And this is sponsored by nobody. Signing off.